evil way that our legislatures all over this country operate. And sadly, so many of those extremists, those mega extremists, um, take their marching orders from Donald Trump, who has no credibility left by any measure. He's only in it for himself. He's now defending himself in civil actions and criminal actions. And when do they break with him? You know, because at some point, you know, maybe there needs to be a formal deprogramming of the cult members, but something needs to happen. And how you to headline news with resistance chicks we're your hosts leah What's and michelle it feels like we haven't been here in a while even though we were here last week with scott it wasn't quite the same wasn't quite the same no you and i back in the saddle again back in the saddle again but it was honestly really fun to do headline news with scott yeah what are you trying to do get rid of me you no. want me to grow a beard but we actually we were it was fun but you know scott has his own take on things and he makes me think and um, it's a little bit easier to be, you know, kind of jump off of his take because it's a little bit different. We think it too is, much alike. We do think yeah, that's very true. All yeah. right, but speaking of thinking alike, you won't you'll you'll think alike like us when you're very excited that McCarthy is out, and we're going to talk about that. Yeah. Out of as Speaker of the House, Tucker Carlson is going to expose the trans industry. Thank God he's covering that. That's huge. Then we got the FBI labeling mega as domestic terrorists. Are we going to talk about Hillary Clinton? Or is that for the uh, after that's show? That's going to be the after show. We can still give them a punchline. We line. can definitely tell everybody about that. All yes. right. And the then uh, my favorite, Mike Adams, talking yeah. about chlorine He dioxide, had the CEO, the, the owner of Safrax. I finally got my order. I ordered it back in July, like the rest of you. Yeah. Uh, they're getting all those orders out, and they're ready to go for individual orders. You, We've got ours. You should get yours. We've got all that and so much more coming up right after these messages. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Have I told you lately how amazing the producers are at Brighttown TV? They're amazing. I absolutely I'd rather be in God mode than, what did, what did they say? Than anything Any else. other kind of mode. Yeah. We're in God mode. Lee and I are still in God mode from Bards Fest and yeah. having Scott Kesterson descend on our home yes. for five days. Which was absolutely crazy. We, yes. we did all the shows with him. All the shows. He does three a day. He so that means that if we did that, it was like 18 shows that we did with him. It was a lot. And we took turns. <laughs> yeah, we did take turns. It was fantastic. So yeah. when we say we're in God mode, because that's what we were, you know, talking to the producers about here, guys, I, I am very happy because God is moving in such a huge way. Yeah. But a lot of it is really heavy mm-hmm. because we are seeing demons manifest. We're walking people through suicide. Yeah, we're, talk to you. you know. Yeah. So we've got news that we're going to cover you today. We're going to talk about uh, Tucker Carlson interviewed a guy who is breaking down the trans industry. This is a multi-billion dollar industry cutting people's body parts off. Like, this is something in a really bad horror movie, right? It's satanic. So we need to expose it for what it is. And quite frankly, this is the only network really that we can fully go and expose this with the blessings of, you know, Mike Adams. So actually, we kind of do this a little bit backwards. I normally do a a little plug for Brideon 
in the middle. But I want to do a plug right now for the Brighton store because I was thinking about this earlier. When you buy things from the Brighton store, and that, you know what they have right now? Kombucha probiotics, pomegranate drink. Pomegranate that drink looks mix. really yummy. So you just have these little drink mixes. It's a kombucha probiotic Love that. with pomegranate superfood. Come on. And that's brand new at the, at the store. It is right there. Yeah. Look at that. So yummy. Isn't that awesome? They've, yeah. Do you know they've so got good. soaps? They've got three packs and six packs of soaps, shea butter soaps, green tea and peppermint soaps, oatmeal, lavender soaps. You know, Mike is constantly adding new things that like really cool stuff, cool things and, and things that taste good, things that are good for you, good for your skin to salt with neem. Neem Ooh. oil is incredibly good um, for killing bacteria, yeah. fungicides. You can use it in your garden. Exactly. And don't forget the ranger buckets that are in stock and storing those up for the end of the world. And There's the soaps. Yeah. Awesome. And the organic bee pollen. Uh, they are not out, but they are running low on NAC. So if you need some of that, check that out. And then Collodial Silver. Okay, so check all that out at the Bright Answer. Make sure you use, use promo, promo code, code chicks. chicks. And right now they are having um, free shipping for wow. this month. So nice. check out the Bright Answer and thank Mike Adams uh, personally, kind of from us saying, hey, when you put in, you use that promo code chicks, you're saying, hey, I appreciate what you're doing. Mike literally is funding this whole operation, and what we can do is get good products. Uh, that we would buy normally somewhere else and just buy it from the Brighton store. You know, we grew up watching like TBN. They they just ask for like a love offering and then they send you a, like book. a book. Yeah, Jakes. at least you can get probiotic yeah, kombucha, like pomegranate really good kombucha, stuff. right? All your Christmas presents can come for, from here. Uh, yeah, for real. For yeah, real. awesome. So please, please, please support uh, Mike Adams and the Brighton store. Now, we have been moving a little bit into something different because at the Bards Fest, we saw demons being cast out. We cast them out. We didn't just see them. We, I know, right? <laughs> we did it. And and it was a group effort. I yeah. can't, I've never been on such an, uh, a spiritual A-team where That's there was not really one true. main person but oh, I love that. each group, whether it was uh, Brian and Alicia from Glad Tidings Church, which that's where Scott's at right now. He's at a man's Man camp, camp, getting people filled with the Holy Ghost, baptizing the Spirit, uh, doing his uh, reverse vasectomy. Revolution! Family revolution, getting your manhood back. Uh, speaking of the trans movement and Scott Kesterson, we post something to him. Uh, Scott has ha had a vasectomy uh, when he was 42. And I don't know how Michelle got to talk to, to talking to him about this, but something hit him hard. And he, he doesn't have any prospects, okay, on the horizon. He doesn't have a family in mind. But it was we more... are not on the horizon either, just in case okay, I was just going to just gloss over how stupid that is. It's really stupid. Okay. So I'm going to do something spiritual here. What's really important is that God is, is taking us all from a place of just immersed in perversion. We're, we're basically at the, the, the moment where Christianity first spread through Greece and through Rome, where people just saw sexuality as an open door to their spiritual lives. So you had because the goddess, it is God, goddess Artemis, that you had temple prostitutes, you had um, homosexuality was normal, prostitution was normal, all of this was normalized, uh, pedastry, pedophilia, completely normal. Um, and, and Christianity put the kibosh on all that and said, husband, one man, one woman, stay, husbands, love your wives as Christ loved the church. L wives, love your husband, love your kids. 
And Christianity redefined the family. It was a family family revolution. Well, uh, shortly after that, and, and around 8070, there was a diachi. It's called the diachi. And in that, it talked about birth control and abortion. And the uh, during the time of the apostles, it was kibosh on birth control and abortion. That's not what Christians do. We don't mutilate our bodies. We don't put hormones it's in our bodies. It's the complete opposite of the dominion command and being fruitful and multiplying. Yeah, exactly. So at that time, there were no transgender necessarily surgeries where a man could just get a vasectomy, right? Right. But there were a lot of abortifacts. Mm -hmm. Women who could, you, there's all kinds of potions that you can take, a wormwood and different things like that that you would take to expel worms that can expel a child. Right. And they knew these things. They were, there were many witchcraft, you know, voodoo doctors, you know, all those kind of things. And you could you could kill babies and you could keep yourself from having a baby. And and the they were asked this question and, and the apostles really said, no, 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 we, we are open to family in the church. And for 2000 years, that's been the teaching of the church. Because You're open to God. family. You're yes. open to family. Your womb belongs to God. Life Your everything belongs. And death are in belongs the yeah. And so, but in the past, if you guys look and do, do our, do our, watch our video on Margaret Sanger, eugenics and population control, not birth control, population control, you'll see that this whole idea of population control where did it start? It started in eugenics. It started in like basically Satan worship in the early 1900s. And eugenics actually popped over to Nazi Germany. Mm -hmm. And that's when they started to exterminate Jews and to create their master race. And did you know it was the science of the day that they trusted? It was the science, trust the science. And so Christians, as they do, tend to put one foot in the world and get a little bit more comfortable and more comfortable and more comfortable and, until it's a, it's a, the Catholics and the Protestants have a huge divide to where... A vasectomy in the Catholic Church is one of the deadly sins. Mm -hmm. It's a deadly sin. And you can, I guess you can go through things to make it undeadly. You know, like there's there's places, it's a deadly sin, but you can get forgiveness. And I don't know what, what the... But the Catholic Church also has programs to get a reversal. They do. They do. So Scott Casterson with his family revolution, he's like, I'm going to do it. And he's at a man's camp and he's leading all these men. It was to not get, our suggestion. No, to, to get these men to get their manhood back. Get it back. Get your manhood back. And By being fruitful and understanding that God, the essence of God is being fruitful. And when you shut that off, you are shutting off well, God. Specifically with these surgeries, yeah. like the tubal ligations on women. Yes. You're, you're, you're actually doing a trans surgery. It's, it is literally genital mutilation. Yes. And w there's no way that we can speak to children Come on. and tell them not to, or adults, and tell them you shouldn't mutilate your body with a, with a, with a knife, with a surgical instrument. You do not take, we do not, hey guys, just repeat after me. We do not. We do not. Surgically damage. Surgically damage. Healthy parts of our bodies. Healthy parts of our bodies. And stop their God-given function. And stop their God-given function. So if you're a perfectly healthy human being, I know you've got all these other people here. You have, you're not perfectly healthy. Just put yourself to the side. You're a perfectly healthy human being. You do not have a surgeon go in and destroy your body. Mm. And if you repent from that and you turn from that, then and only then will you be able to help children understand that they are made in the image of God, to accept themselves being made in the image of God, and then give their bodies completely over to God and say, God, what do you want me to do with this body that you've given me? It really is transgender surgery. All right, so let me let's roll this clip uh, with uh, Tucker Carlson talking about the money behind it and the influence behind it, this transgender industry. 
And I don't, and debating people on it. And I don't think I've ever heard anyone describe what exactly the surgeries are. I don't think you're allowed to ask. I haven't Googled for photographs because I'm not sure I want to see them, but that's like not part of the conversation. Like the details have kind of been omitted here. Mm. So what are the surgeries? They're purposefully omitted. So, okay, so let's get specific and turn well, this off if it bothers you. No, no, uh, for, for instance, um, I think probably one of the most graphic uh, and um, invasive procedures is called a vaginoplasty. And that is where a uh, male, male to female patient um, is castrated, testicles are removed, uh, the, the penis is inverted to create a vaginal cavity, and then uh, skin grafting is used to create uh, other, you know, other elements of female genitalia, vulva, labia, etc. Um, but what we what we found is that um, there was a study from California. They can't even do lip filler in a convincing way in this country. You can't tell me they can recreate something of as they, complex as female genitalia. Of, I'm sorry. Of course they can. And in, there is a study out of California of 869 vaginoplasty patients, um, and of those uh, 869, 25% uh, 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 post-op uh, had. Uh, 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 side effects to the surgery that were so severe that they required additional hospitalization. Of those 25, 25%. Yes, and of those 25%, 44% had to have major revisional surgery due to bowel uh, injuries, bleeding. Um, uh, also associated with this particular procedure is lo total loss of sensation, in other words, sexual functioning. Um, and total loss. Total loss, irreversible. Mm. So um, you know that's that's one of the I think the, the the more you know one of the more explosive of these procedures, but you know it also includes mastectomies, which are performed at increasingly rate on on minors on girls. Um, uh, you know even the Biden administration um, has kind of tacitly endorsed uh, genital uh, reconstructive surgery for minors on a case by case basis. This was promulgated uh, by I believe uh, Admiral Levine, uh, Rachel Levine. Oh, the dude in the. Military yeah, outfit. Sure. But can I ask, so like 10 years ago, again, just having spent life in cable news, I remember all the debates. And you sort of wonder, like, whatever happened to that? Like the female genital mutilation, FGM. This was something that your garden variety NPR donor was very upset about. Sure. Like 10 years ago. Yeah. I haven't heard anybody mention female genital mutilation in the United States in quite some time now. Is that because we now officially engage in it? Of course. We export it to the rest of the world. The rest of the world, the rest, rest of the developed world, which were, in fact, uh, the Scandinavian countries, in particular, had had you know, kind of you know, prior in the in the early two thousands and in the nineties even, were really at the forefront of this field of medicine. I thought it was the Muslims who had these crazy radical ideologies, and they were exporting female genital mutilation. And now it's well, the West. actually, I mean, <laughs> actually, in in Iran, uh, uh, Iran is one of the largest centers for sex reassignment surgery in the world. What? Yeah, because because they're anti-gay, and transgenderism. I mean, it's a it's, it's a very quietly held, but widely held view, I think, amongst um, the, the LGB community. The transgenderism is anti-LGB. Well, of course it is. Of course it is. And, and in Iran, where homosexuality is illegal, they have a very simple solution. Vaginoplasty. Cut it off? Yeah. So, um, well, you just blown my mind. I had no idea. Yeah. Wow. Um, and I, I'll tell you, uh, in terms of uh, the, the, the pace of growth for, let's say, clinics uh, serving pediatric patients on, on gender issues. In fifteen last 15 years in the United States, we had zero, now to over 100. Clinics. Clinics for kids. It, why? It's a very complicated, um, it's a very complicated question and there's a lot of different reasons why. 
Um, I, I would say that the biggest single policy catalyst for this explosion is Obamacare. When Obamacare was uh, enacted in 2010, there was a kind of very quietly um, uh, uh, kind of written into the law a provision in which insurance companies were mandated to, to provide coverage for what is deemed to be medically necessary gender-affirming care in um, uh, insur uh, insurance, co insurance coverage for transgender individuals. Uh, and then at the very end of the Obama administration in 2016, an additional amendment to the Affordable Care Act was made whereby uh, uh, gender identity could no longer be a basis for denial of coverage um, uh, by private insurance companies. As a result of that, the next year, 20, from 2016 to 2017, there was 150% increase in sex reassignment surgeries in the United States. The Trump administration very early on re revoked this provision. And then of course the Biden administration put it back in place with, I think within the first hundred days. So they're required to pay for it. How expensive is it? Well, um, a total transformation or a transition rather uh, for male to female is approximately $142,000. And what does that entail? That would entail what's called bottom surgery and top surgery. So that would be castration, fake non-functional vagina, and, and uh, breast implants. Exactly. It's, it's perverse. Can I just ask a question? That, uh, does anyone study the sex lives of post-op transsexuals? Like, how are they? Uh, well, as I said, um, for many, many patients that have, uh, especially the, the male to females that have uh, uh, procedures, general reconstruction procedures, they uh, you know, face a lifetime of zero sexual function because they they lose sensitivity, um, mm. you know, in this artificial vagina. Um, what about constructing an artificial penis? Are they better at that? That seems to be more uh, efficacious um, because it involves less a complicated. Well, it's less complicated. Um, it's it's also uh, you know part of the process of, of let's say administering testosterone to to women results in an enlargement of the clitoris. Yes, and that can be used um, as a basis to create a neophallus. So that's one procedure that costs about fifty thousand. That can actually cost mm. up to a hundred and fifty thousand dollars, depending on you know the the health system. But it's generally about fifty. So in that specific case, if I mean, since we know that testosterone and estrogen too, I mean, these are really powerful chemicals, mm. and they're implicated in all kinds of health. They're necessary, but they're implicated in health disorders like cancer, and, but but others as well. If you pump a man full of estrogen or a woman full of testosterone, like what are the health consequences of that? Leaving aside. There I mean, again, we have no long-term studies on the effects, long-term effects of these pharmaceuticals uh, on transgender patients. There, there's, there's simply none. So clinicians fall back on guidelines established by uh, WPATH. Um, by a transgender political group. Yes, yes. Um, this is a very interesting anecdote about WPATH. There was a uh, clinical psychologist at UCSF uh, who is the uh, U.S. chapter president of WPATH, and she, she is transgender. And in 2000, I believe 2021, she made a public statement that uh, she believed that the industry was moving way too fast and there was sloppy medicine and uh, uh, propensity for false positives in adolescence, resulting in potentially irreversible changes for, for these kids. As a result of this statement, WPATH forced her to resign and then issued a moratorium on all of its board members from ever speaking to the press. That's crazy. Yeah. That's not science. No. But uh, you have to wonder about just your garden variety physician who is swimming in the soup funded by the insurance.
this whole thing, and I'm glad that Tucker had this guy on to talk about the details that no one wants to talk about. You're a chihuahua, and you'll never be anything other than a chihuahua. Huh? You know, we do, we, we neuter dogs, and we, ca- we neuter and spay dogs. So and they, cats. they cannot reproduce because right. they're animals. Right. But humans are not animals. And could you imagine if they started to uh, try to do trans surgeries on animals? Like, oh my gosh, that's like coming next. It's some sort of like sci-fi. Like my dog identifies as a girl. Let's try to. And and what would it be? It would be considered animal abuse. Yes, it is would. what it would be. Yeah. And uh, you know, this idea that that's not talked about with the, this bottom surgery of the inversion of a penis on a on a male, and they they lose sensitivity to never be functioning. Forget. The fact that they they're can't castrated. have kids. They can't do anything anymore. They can't feel anything. Broken. I mean, this yeah. whole idea is ridiculous. It's it's This is monstrous. It is monstrous, and, and you're not even allowed to say it. So where are these kids getting these ideas from? Well, TikTok. the public school it's and TikTok. 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 Like, TikTok. Every single person, uh, every single child was who's gone through the number one thing that they all have in common is they're on TikTok. Yeah. And you, what happens is the CCP, the Chinese government who owns TikTok, has an algorithm. They don't let God on there. They don't let conservatism or Trumpism or anything against the virus or anything, you know. But the one thing that they really promote and they constantly want is they want American children yeah. to uh, basically euthanize themselves. It I don't is. Think that's the word you mean. No, I think it is. They're killing themselves. Okay, yeah. This yeah. is a this is yeah, a death. Let's consider the fact that a lot of this leads to suicide. And then I'm glad that the, that Tucker posed this other final. I question. I think I was going for euthanize their genitalia. Yeah, to but kill the, it. But Tucker posed this final question, which I'm asking all the time. Most people don't know about your health system that your hormones regulate uh, reducing your your like stopping your cancer cells from. Mm-hmm. Um, taking over your body, they help with uh, cardiovascular disease, all of well, these things. There's that- another part of this this interview where he's talking about the fact that ADHD medicine was not tested. Mm-hmm. None of this medicine has been tested. Right. And uh, particularly with the testosterone. So they're repurposing a drug that was for cancer patients, for men with prostate cancer, because uh, they wanted to reduce the testosterone right. in male cancer patients. So they're exactly. using that drug on young female girls that was designed. So these drug companies are literally Satan. They're looking at children and they want to make money. They're the same people that raise the epinephrine but, drugs but, but think that, about this. At, at the wazoo. It's not that they want to make money in the here and now. They are creating patients for life. Because what I'm yeah. getting at here is you need to understand that if your hormones well, you are not- testosterone for life. If your hormones are not properly regulated, yeah. you will get all of the main diseases. Yeah. Heart disease. Yeah. Cancers. Oh my gosh. All of those things. Just a regular male or female have have their hormones go off. And you know, these poor girls, we met a girl who's balding and, and she uh, she wanted to detransition, but she has no chest. They've already right. cut that off. She's got a beard. She has to shave every day and it keeps coming back with the five o'clock shadow. With no, and she's got no hair because she's got male po- pattern baldness. And it, she's like, but they, those they you, turned those me into a monster. Live, those you could all live with. What I'm talking about are the, the the things that they tell us in society that we must live our life, walk, eat right, do this, that, and the other so that you don't get cancers and heart diseases and all of these things. They tell us we've got to live perfectly mm-hmm. so we don't have that. And yet they're willing to do this to children mm-hmm. without 
studying the long-term ramifications of what happens to them in the future when their hormones are have no idea how to regulate their body. Yeah, so what's the answer? We bring the power of God, and the one thing that the Lord showed me is begin to tell these people that they are created in the image of God. Yeah. And in, introduce them to the power of God and to your the Holy Spirit and find your identity in God and ask Him, hey, did you give me wrong body parts? Who am I? What am I called to be? Right. What is my purpose in life? And you bring people into the power and the presence of God, and that changes everything. That's right. Exactly. So how do we fix it, guys? I know you get frustrated. I am telling you, God is on the move. And you need to be equipped. Mm -hmm. The Bible says equipping the saints for the work of the ministries. That's what we did at Bards Fest. And when we come back on the other side of this break, I'm going to give you two at least local options mm -hmm. that you can do. And if you can't come to them, you need to be seeking out likewise options in your area because we're only going to fix this with the power of God and we can and we will. We will be right back after these messages. Don't go anywhere. So Leah, um, I hear from my friend Catherine last night that Nancy Pelosi had not vacated the speakers of the uh, speaker of the office. So office. So what speaker it of the is, house office? is I guess you get a pr pretty plush office if you were a former speaker. Okay. And since she was a former speaker, then she um, had this plush office hidden kind of in the corner. And Speaker McCarthy wants the office now because he's a former speaker. So give me my office, Nancy Pelosi. It's normally supposed to go to the other party because never going to be in the same party. Okay. Yeah. It's only supposed to be like the other party, I think. I get it. So I they're get kicking it. her out. She's like, what do you mean you're kicking me out? Like, he's like, no, you're still Republicans now. You're still, Mark Arthur doesn't That's get my really office. Funny. And she's, she's like. So yeah. Matt Gates has uh, succeeded in his palace coup. He has. Way to go, Matt Gates. He has. Now that, I'm actually, you know, I said this, I posed the question to you. I'm like, Leah, how come all these de Democrats voted for this? And then you said the very simple answer. You said, well, they weren't going to vote for. It's a. It, yeah, so they weren't going to vote to keep vote for so the, the, the vote was to, you know, to oust him or to keep, or to him, keep him or whatever. The, yeah, I'm not sure exactly which way the vote was. But uh yeah, the Democrats could not put their vote and say, "Hey, we want we want McCarthy, we to, want be, McCarthy. to be the speaker of our of right. the house." Exactly. Right? So it only took 8 Republicans. Yeah. And actually took it took less than that, and it's very interesting that the Fox News is wringing their hands. Brian Kilmeade, even the the guy on the five who got the vaccine, who regrets it um, with his, you know, the funny guy. Mm -hmm. They're all like, and even um, who Mark Levin. Oh, my gosh, this isn't done. Thomas Massey even's on the bandwagon. Let's break this down, though. They're all very upset as if saying that some sort of code has been broken. I know. But it's part of our political process. Okay, we've been totally doing legal. the same thing over and over again, expecting different results. Let's shake, Let's it, up. shake it up a Come little on. bit. McCarthy broke so many promises that he made to the Freedom Caucus members when he when they decided to go ahead and vote for him. All right, exactly. And he broke he broke it. Now Thomas Massey, to his you know to his credit, when it came to to Boehner and all these other you know, speakers, he's like, I spoke, I was the only one. I only, yeah, but he got something out of McCarthy. He got something about the rules committee. Mm -hmm. Well, forget all the other things that you got what you wanted from McCarthy. Matt Gates and these other guys made a deal with McCarthy and he broke all this and he made a backroom deal to fund Ukraine with the Democrats. Okay. So what they were trying to give Republicans is an 8% reduction in non-essential spending. Woohoo! 
You're about to add two Let's trillion to the debt. Let's put your kite. You're going to add two trillion to the debt, but they're going to give you eight percent of how many billion? It's like a like 180 billion, like eight percent reduction. Mm. Nothing's changing. Nothing's getting done this differently. So McCarthy's out. We'll cover that a little bit more later. Let's. I wanted you to hear uh, Matt Gates on um, the Jason Whitlock show. Where do you go from here? You know, the Bible tells us a lot about this, Jason, uh, that in times where man uh, is uh, disoriented or when we've lost our way, that, that the kings do emerge, that people come forward with wisdom, with personal characteristics, uh, and with a renewed sense of dedication. And there is divine providence in all of this. I, I know that God's will will be done when we have a new speaker and we have someone who is really ready to help us lead the country and, and to be fighters for the tens of millions of Americans who rest all of their hope in the House of Representatives alone in a world in which the Biden uh, administration is turning against people and where the Senate is unreliable to put the people's interest first. So, But there is something about... When you have dynamic moments, you're able to bring people in to the argument. Because what the, what the establishment wants is they want calm waters all the time. They want everything to be nice and smooth. And then you won't realize that underneath the water, you know, bad stuff is going on. And there's a Chernobyl down there and it could really cause catastrophic impact. You see, I think sometimes you got to have some turbulent water so that people wake up and say, all right, what's going on here? What's it really going to take to secure this border? We have to get so serious about uh, reducing spending in order to save the dollar from losing its status as the global reserve currency. And yeah, I mean, none of us want to sleepwalk into World War III with Russia over which dude in a tracksuit gets to run Crimea. And, and if we can broaden the discussion to more of our fellow Americans, I actually think that that will make lawmakers less of a lagging indicator in our politics. It, it seems like the people really lead and the people we call leaders, they follow the people. So let's get the people engaged, informed, and at the table for the decision-making process. You know, I love that Matt Gates brought God there. Mm -hmm. to that in a really, really heavy way. And I kind of wonder if it has anything to do with Ivan Raiklin coming to Bards Fest. I, I don't know. We, he, God took a wrecking ball to this whole system and it all needs to come down. Yeah. This whole system needs to come down and there's a reckoning happening. And we do want to bring you guys kind of the prophetic word on all of this. And the prophetic word is this, that we have not yet claimed that speaker chair for Jesus. Come on. And it doesn't matter who sits in that speaker chair, whether it's Jim Jordan or Steve Scalise or Matt Gates or even me. Unless it's, unless it's, well, maybe me. Um, it, you have to, because I would, what would I do? What would you, you do? You would claim the seat for you done. What would I do? In it. So I would get my, all my prayer team together. We would go and pray over the seat. We pray in over the whole Capitol. We like, can, can we, we anoint him with oil? We should get with Ivan. Hey, yeah, Ivan, we, we, need we, we anointed every and, seat in the now, chamber when with we oil. we say seat, we actually mean like, uh, kind of a, a, a I know, metaphorical but let's start seat. with the seat. We could pray over that. We need we anoint it with oil, honey. I'm, I'm texting Ivan. We casting like, out demons. Ivan, we anoint it over. Me to we get take there an anointing oil seat. over every door, post, and yeah. every everything. The Democrats, what are you doing touching over my touching my door? I'm casting out the demons. That's what we're doing. Don't you want me to cast out the demons? We're going to do an exorcism in the house. That's what we're doing. Hallelujah. We have to like, before we press record, we have to have done it all. Yes. And then on the last one, so they don't stop us. Right. Okay, but we got to cast out these demons. Exorcism right and left. 
All right. Speaking of exorcisms, the FBI, it was reported by Newsweek, has uh, any mega supporters, Trump supporters on their extremist list. And that came out in Newsweek this, uh, this week. Let's hear uh, Matt and Jason talk about this again. I read the story this week that everyone seems to be ignoring it. I know it just came out yesterday, but to me, it's a bombshell. What Newsweek is reporting about what uh, the FBI targeting Trump supporters. I, I hope you've seen this story. Yeah, uh, yep. it hits like a ton of bricks to me. I hope that this is an issue that is taken up by the speaker and the House. This is unbelievably unfair. The FBI targeting Trump supporters, continuing to frame Trump supporters as potential terrorists over January. Just, I hope this is something the House takes up very seriously. No, I'm, I'm so glad you mentioned it because it's not enough just to have the hearings and yell at the attorney general and make the FBI director look bad. You have to cut off the money. This is very serious. The only way to stop the targeting of Americans as a consequence of their political beliefs is to stop funding that. Because whatever laws you create or guardrails you establish, they blow through those. I mean, the FBI was violating the FISA law 38 times an hour during the period of time that the inspector general was watching them. So they will not follow the law. You have to cut off the money. And that's why these single subject bills that I talk about are so important, because if you're just taking one big vote up or down on the entire government, you're not going to get in there and look at those specific task forces at the FBI that have done these things that are now being exposed. You have to have them stand before the committees and subcommittees of jurisdiction and defend each program and each task force and each agency. And then our investigative work can inform whether or not we're going to fork over the check to keep that stuff going. But under a continuing resolution and an omnibus, those folks always win and we get targeted as a consequence. So it's bad news. I will tell you, the reason I'm able to have this discussion with you today is because a senior FBI official, Elvis Chan, for the third time canceled his deposition before the Judiciary Committee. I was supposed to be asking him questions right now about the censorship industrial complex where people at the FBI were trying to get Twitter and Facebook and YouTube, uh, Google, all to try to disfavor any content that was dangerous or extreme, but largely it was just people expressing a conservative viewpoint. Censorship industrial complex. It's the first time yeah. I've heard that. I really like that. The censorship industrial complex. Yeah. So uh, Hillary Clinton did come out and say that mega extremists are going to need some mental reprogramming. Yeah. So I want to just reprogram. You just try. Just, you just you try. You just try, little Hillary there. You've been trying for the past uh, four years, six years, eight years, wherever we're at right well, now. Well, I just want to know what the plan for that would be. you got to sit down, whatever they're doing to Jordan Peterson. Okay, like, so we have to go to camps. That'd be fun. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I love camp. We're just casting demons at all the, you know, and then they turn them into hardcore the mega. That's right. We yeah. would We would reprogram the reprogrammers. We would. We would. Speaking of reprogramming. Mike Adams is like the first, like the only network that really allowed us to talk about chlorine dioxide and when people were getting sick with COVID. Thanks to Bob the plumber. Thanks to Bob the plumber. Yeah, right. And it's a really good disinfectant. It keeps your immune system going. It's good for cleaning. It's good internally as well. It's good for clean drinking water. And Mike went in search of 
a dry form that was already mixed. You just put in water, it's ready to go. So he found this to drink company. It. Well, you put it in drinking water. You can put it in cleaner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, you wouldn't. You want to be careful. This is the face I'm making because I really don't enjoy it. Although I'm totally convinced of the benefits. I haven't seen anybody break down how you would use this particular chlorine dioxide tablet for health purposes. So where this is so external? No, I mean that it's right now. It's for uh, drinking water and for purification. Okay. That's what I've, but I, this is chlorine dioxide, the kind that you take yes. and you mix the one and the one. Yep. So I, I haven't seen my, and I have to see the rest of the video to see if he breaks it down. I don't know if he does it with the particular CEO, how, break it down for, you know, how much do we take to drink if we're trying to do health purposes? Sure. Things. Okay. Um, there, the, the CEO, uh, he of is Safrax. really, of Safrax is really great. He breaks down how many parts per, per, per million you need per, um, for different things, whether it's Ebola or anthrax wow. or mold. And I even asked a question, I, I wrote them. I said, well, what do you do for water pur- purification for potable water? And he actually answered me. And cause that's the one thing they don't really have on their website for lake water, you know, or water that you collect for your animals. It's growing algae, mm-hmm. right? So he, they break it down and they will answer your questions. I think somebody will then take the tablets and break them down for what can you do and how do you take them for medical So will medical we be able to use things. these for our stock tanks? Absolutely. That's oh, awesome. that's number one thing that they're used for. So Mike interviewed the guy who uh, was overwhelmed by our orders in July. Really great company. I suggest you all use them and you all stockpile and use these in your tablets. Use these tablets in your water system. Um, I'm going to start using them for our animals. I want to break it down for, you know, the stock tanks are easy. You can't really, you know, one or two tablets is good. I think it's like one tablet to 26 gallons of water. Nice. So two for a 50 gallon barrel. Yeah. So I want you guys to see this interview and then go watch the whole interview on uh, Brideon.com. Today's interview on Brighton.com. I'm Mike Adams, the founder of Brighton, and today I'm joined by a first-time guest. This is actually the first time I've been able to meet this individual. He is the founder of a company called Safrax, or S-A-F-R-A-X.com. I hope I'm even pronouncing it correctly. Uh, the founder, Steve Dan, joins us today to talk about chlorine dioxide in a unique format that he has that I have been thrilled to find his company and find his product. Uh, I became aware of it in early July, but uh, Mr. Dan, welcome to the show. It's great to have you on. Thank you, Mike. It's actually a great honor for me to be on your show. Uh, it's amazing to be part of what you're doing. Uh, your followers are amazing. You have a great community, so loving and, and patient. And to tell you the truth, I didn't know you uh, before the 4th of July, uh, but I, after I, I saw your show, I keep watching all your, pretty much all your podcasts. Oh, really? I read your, I read your book and uh, I become a, a big fan of yours. So, no kidding. So thank you. <laughs> wow, I, I did not know that, but thank you for saying that. And uh, well, let me just Put it right back at you. I was thrilled to find your company. I was searching for a chlorine dioxide solution that was in a powdered form or like a solid form that people could use for preparedness activities, you know, uh, making chlorine dioxide solution for sanitizing, you know, water storage containers or even sanitizing dishes or, or whatever, kind of an off-grid mode. And I could not find for the longest time, I could not find a format that would work. And then your company, I don't even know how I found your company. You have the, these these tablets, these, I guess they're one gram tablets. You put them in water and then it it releases, it, it creates chlorine dioxide based off, off the, the two or three ingredients that are in the tablet. So you've solved this problem in, in a dry format. It's amazing. Yes, actually, uh, you didn't find us because we are mainly a business-to-business company. We sell, we sell wholesale. We manufacture the tablets and we sell to other chlorine dioxide companies who sell it to their client. Oh. But, yeah, mainly it's for agricultural, industrial, and we are, we are not really into uh, business to individual client company. So that's why you didn't really find us. But uh, actually now, thanks to you, we are, uh, we, we are going into the uh, individual clients. 
and uh, so we be able to give uh, our product or to propose our product to anybody. <laughs> but we received so many emails of your followers, you know, like blessing us and saying how amazing our product is, our chlorine dioxide is, that they beg us to keep doing it. Uh, I also, you know, I don't know if you know, but you have a large followers, uh, a large amount of followers in Australia and in Europe. So we also be distributing to Australia by probably end of October, beginning of November, and same thing in Europe. So all your followers will be happy and will be able to buy a chlorine oxide. Oh, that's that's amazing. It, it, it's the ultimate prepper product because you can use it to clean you know, water storage containers and to keep them clean. It prevents algae growth. And the documentation on your website, which I have up here, is extensive about uh, how it destroys bacteria, algae, biofilms, molds, odor. I've used your product for odor control also, and it is so amazingly effective. I can't believe I didn't know about it before that. I put a tablet in the washing machine. I've used it in watering containers that my goats and chickens and animals drink out of, by the way. And it's been very safe. I, I give it to my chicken. I, I have backyard chickens also. So I put it in the water container for the chickens. And then I've seen research about how in that agricultural context, it's very beneficial for the health of the chickens to have that clean water. So I found, you know, a hundred uses around the ranch. Whatever problem you have, whatever virus or pathogen, depending on the concentration, which is in PPM, it will eradicate it. So if it's, uh, let's say if it's 100 PPM doesn't work, at 500 PPM it might work, but at 1000 PPM and 2000 PPM, it will eradicate any pathogen. And, and you have extensive documentation on your website about number one, how to create the targeted PPM solutions. It's simply a question of the volume of water that you're dissolving this into or how many tablets to use. And then secondly, I want to encourage people watching to use this as directed. You know, you don't want to breathe in the chlorine gas that is soluble in water that's being generated by this. So th there are some safety precautions, obviously, as there are with any any product. But when used as directed and safely, what you just said is absolutely true, Mr. Dan. It, it, it can destroy on surfaces all of these pathogens at different concentrations. And in fact, during COVID, this was used all over the world as a spray. They were spraying city buses with it. They were spraying uh, commercial buildings with it in, in order to get rid of COVID all over the world. You know, so they are now filling orders yeah. at Safrax. Yes. So you can, for the, for the longest time, there was time, just one lady was actually, back, backlog. there's just one lady filling these orders for them and cause they normally do business orders. Right. And then Mike Adams in July told everybody, Hey, he's getting these Safrax, um, chlorine dioxide tablets. So them. I did. And I wrote the company and they sent mine, um, just like last week or the week before. And I'm so excited. I love that the guys become a fan of Mike's. Yeah, I do so too. Cool. All right. I want to play one more clip from this about how it kills mold of any chemicals. I mean, in my home, I have chlorine dioxide and I think I have some detergent, some uh, degreaser and uh, that's pretty much it. I use chlorine dioxide for everything to, to, to clean the floor. Oh, me too. Uh, yeah, to clean the, the, the table, the countertop, to for water for my uh, animals also. I, I use it everywhere uh, to, to remove a mold, to, in the, to clean the shower, uh, shower bathroom. You know, like if you clean it daily at uh, 500 ppm, you would never get a mold or any bad, bad smell in your bathroom. Yeah. Also, also in the kitchen, you know, like uh, it's very good against cockroach and flies. Uh, it doesn't, it's not a pesticide because it, chlorine dioxide does not kill the, or it could kill them if you uh, gas it. But Technically, if you wash the floor of your kitchen and the countertop with chlorine dioxide daily, it will remove the odor particle. And those odor particles, that's the particles that, how do you call it, uh, attract flies and cockroach. Okay. So if there is no smell that will attract flies and cockroach, they, they won't come. Oh, and that's really can, interesting. If you have, yeah, if you, if you have some uh, uh, insect problem in your kitchen or your house, try chlorine dioxide and you see after a few days or a few weeks, it, it will go away. See, that's, that's fascinating. And I've also used it for odor control in many scenarios. One time, my, my dog, who's here, my, my police dog, um, he vomited in the back of my vehicle. <laughs> 
and uh, I had to, you know, of course, I, I had to clean all that out, but there was still a smell, right? So I just closed the vehicle. I took a, a small bucket of water, and I think I put like, I don't know, 10 or 12 of your one gram tablets in the water, and I just left it in there for a few hours, and I come back, and the smell's gone. Just completely eliminated the smell. So simple. I mean, yep. is that one of the, I mean, do people buy it for that as well, for, for deodorizing cars that have like cigarette smells or what? Yes, uh, it was one of the first usage, at least for the US, as an individual client. Uh, it's to remove a smell from the house. I mean, like, by example, we, we use it also for uh, industrial, like, at least after a building has been on fire. Yeah. Before, you know, it will take a few weeks to a few months to remove all the, the smell of the of smoke. But with cleaned outside with the right concentration, it will remove any smoke smell within, smoke smell within 24 to 48 hours. Well, see, and that also brings up, so, you know, post-hurricane, water damage homes where they tend to grow a lot of mold. It seems to me that you know, once, once the water is cleaned out of a house, maybe there's been a flood or a hurricane or a storm or whatever, if you come in with chlorine dioxide and treat the house with chlorine dioxide, you're going to prevent the mold growth that gets in the walls. You know, it, we, there's a story a few years ago about the FEMA trailers and they were all covered with black mold. Well, chlorine dioxide is a solution to that. It gets rid of the odor and stops the mold from growing, right? Yes, correct. For mold, we use it two ways. Uh, first, we spray with, uh, from 1,000 to 2,000 ppm yeah. on any mold and within Few minutes, the mold is dead. It's like you, you could see we turn it can it could turn in a gray color, which means the mold is dead. And after it's uh, it's it's good to to gather the, the, the room of the house to eliminate any mold particle in the air or some like that goes into the into the walls because you know when you're spraying it, it won't go into the wall, but the gas will go into the walls so it, to eliminate the, the rest of mold particle. That see that's what's amazing. The gas really moves through all the, all the little crevices to get to where the mold might grow. Let me bring people to your website again: safrax.com, safrax.com. And if you click on shop now, you're going to see this right here. Here's a bag. I think it's 500 tablets. They're about one gram in size. And the last time I checked, this bag was, yeah, here it is, about $30. So you get 500 doses for $30, which I found to be an extraordinary value. And then you can just stockpile this and use it when needed. I mean, this, and you have, I guess you have just different labeling, you know, odor removal or pool. I love this so much. I know. I'm excited to start using it. Like, I want to make my kitchen cleaner out of it. Yeah, I think we'll do it in the basement a couple times. Yeah. You know, just let it kind of get into the walls and things like that. Love it. I'm really excited about it. I mean, yeah. you can just use it for anything. And I like the idea of getting this. Guys, we're not advertising for this guy. We're just no. literally that excited. There's no yeah. kickback. There's no nothing. We just like yeah. literally that we own it and we've got some now. Yeah. And we can say it on Brideon. And so I, I think it's not right if I don't help you guys with it, too. Yeah. Super cool. All right, you guys, so here's the deal. Um, if the producers could pull up this flyer, I want you guys to join us tomorrow night right here in our neighborhood, 5463 Wolfpin Pleasant Hill Road, Milford, Ohio, 45150. We're going to have an amazing revival of healing, deliverance, worship. We've got one lady that's coming from Michigan and bringing her daughter. If you guys are anywhere within driving distance of Cincinnati, Ohio, I want you to join us the next Saturday. Uh, I want you to join us in uh, right outside of Dayton, Ohio, for the We the People Freedom uh, Rally Freedom Southwest, Festival. Southwest, Southwest Ohio, Ohio Freedom Festival. It'll be Saturday and Sunday, October 15th, 14th and 15th, like all day long, 9, 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. on Saturday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. on Sunday. We are going to be there speaking with Dr. Keys, Coach Dave, uh, Dr. John... Uh, John Diamond, it's going to be a phenomenal event. So we want you guys to join us. All the information can be found on our website. And we will see you next time right here from Brideon.tv. Remember, it's not just a conspiracy theory if it's actually the truth. God bless. Two resistance chicks. We're your up? hosts, Leah and Michelle. We have not mm -hmm. done a show together. Okay, we did Revelation Red Pill, but I wasn't even here for half of that. But we haven't done like a news show together. Scott oh, Kesterson wow. came in. He did. Plowed right through. He did. Took over my Friday show. Took over my Sunday show. Yeah. Where was I? Where have you been? I I feel like 
he's not worthy of sitting in my chair that shrinks. I need to get a new hydraulics. It kept shrinking. All right, so here's the deal. We are coming off the heels of like literally two solid weeks. Mm -hmm. Two weeks and, and two days. Mm -hmm. That's 16 of them. Yeah. Of just solid God yeah. stuff. Yeah. I want to say to anybody that's going to try and mess with me or mine, mm -hmm. look out. Why is why is Satan trending on Twitter right now? Look out. <laughs> Legit. Well, that's Satan. <laughs> Hang on. Let me, let me pull it up for everybody to see. Satan is literally trending on yeah, Twitter? Yeah, I don't know. Hang on. Like, Hang on. Hang on. Oh, then it just switches. It switched. Oh, come on. Like, I don't know how their trending works, but like it was just, tw it was just trending. Twending. It was just twending. It was just twending. Twending. It was twending on Twitter. I don't see it trending here. It was. You saw it, though. I, I did see it, actually. Maybe it was just Satan. I don't know. So I'm going to tell you why. Mm. Corey Gray's message, stop porn or be destroyed. Yeah. We are seeing demonic manifestations. Oh, like you and I have never seen. I before. have never seen this in uh, friends, family, neighbors. It is. Ah, look out. And you know what? And I'm going to do a live video on this later. Hopefully. So yeah. I'm just going to hit on it real, real quick here. Uh huh. I know why. Uh. OK, uh -huh. because for a year and a half. Yeah. We have been prophesying. Mm -hmm. I like to say prophesizing, but it's prophesying. Prophesying uh, on this yeah, show. I don't think that's how it worked. It's not. I know. Mm -hmm. that there is going to come a time where in almost an instant, mm. all heck is going to break loose. And all y'all people are going to need to be ready. You're going to mm. need to be equipped to deal with stuff spiritually mm. because the world is going to start looking to you mm -hmm. going, well, that's demonic. Where are you? Mm -hmm. Or that person needs healing in the medical can't field can't do it or that person died and we need somebody that can raise them from the dead and they're going to start looking at the church and you're going to mm. go who me mm. is there anybody else back there anybody mm. no you're the resident christian it's like in some sort you're of the resident christian you it's, it's have like to cast the no, devil out i'm sorry it's like a horror movie where they know legit it's satan and everybody in the group is an atheist but the one christian and they're and the one christian is like i went to church like three times last year and they but you gotta do it because you're the Christian. Okay? We are on the... We are there. Like, we are literally there. We are counseling our friends who have never cast demons out of anything ever in their lives mm -hmm. on how to cast demons no, out. you're so true. You're over the telephone. Absolutely true. I am praying over somebody's coconut oil, man, to yeah. turn it into anointing oil. Yes, ma'am. I, I did I... Or did I not do that? You did. Okay? You did. So, poor Leah's ears right here. Y'all aren't here mm -hmm. in the room. See, I get a little rowdy. But I'm telling you, here we are, folks. Uh -huh. We're having demonic ma manifestations right and left. You know what I said to the producers on Brighteon when we were doing our show? Which you, if you guys are not tuning in every Friday on our Brighteon show, brighteon.tv at 6 p.m., I don't know what you're doing mm. live, okay? On the Brighteon show, I said, listen, it's... I don't care what your past is or your history is. We need all hands on deck. Now yeah. is the time. We don't have time for your excuses. We don't have time for your porn addiction. Pull up your big boy pants. 
We need you and we need you clean and we need you purified. Let's go. We have got to equip the saints for the work of the ministry. That's what Bards mm-hmm. Fest was about. That's what all 18 shows, I don't know how many we did with Scott, at least 15 shows that we did with Scott Kesterson afterwards was about. Okay, I know we did like a million hours to equip the saints for the work of the ministry. Mm-hmm. Guys, if your life is not right and not pure, You are going to be on the wrong side of this. We've been prophesying for a year and a half that people were going to get battlefield commissions, spiritually speaking. I'm going to do a live video about this later. You are. Because it's hot in me. We don't have, I've never seen this. Oh, I know what I was saying. I told the bride, I said, this is not part of our regular ministry. The way that we do deliverance and cast the devil out is not the conventional way like you see in the movies and stuff. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, just because that's just not been anything that God's really asked us to do, even though we know very well how to do it. Mm -hmm. It's not a problem. It just doesn't come our way until it comes your way. Until it comes your way. And now it's here and now I'm doing it and, and I'm, and we're going to train you guys in how to do it too. Yeah. No, that's, that's. Go get your coconut oil. Go get your. We're going to pray over that puppy. We are going to pray over that puppy. You know, Stephanie uh, says, hi, let's go. I'm ready. So while we were all at Bards Fest and doing all kinds of awesome stuff with Scott Kesterson, the world, I, I continued to tick on. And so I want to go over the kind of the top 10 stories that happened this week, and then we'll break a few of them down. Before we get to the top 10 stories, Linda says, I did it. I cast a spirit of confusion out of my prayer partner. Took about three minutes. Boom, Linda. Linda's been here forever. Go on and get it, Linda. Like for real. For real. Well, let's let's take this momentum to Washington. Let's do it today. Um, number ten, uh, Biden announces he wants to build a wall. Trump indictments backfire. He's leading in the polls like by crazy numbers. Um, the Ukraine MP expresses fear over the U.S. speaker situation. Does not want the U.S. funding delayed to Ukraine. Kevin McCarthy is ousted as speaker, and Donald Trump has been named as a potential replacement as speaker. Yes, that can happen. Family of Obama's chef, Tafari Campbell, who was killed, you know, kayaking, has filed a wrongful death lawsuit in D.C. federal court seeking millions in damages. Newsweek reports that the FBI has quietly created a new category of domestic terrorists, Donald Trump supporters, MAGA. Uh, The SEC goes after uh, Elon Musk for purchasing X or Twitter. Federal appeals court blocks federal agencies from from coordinating censorship with big tech. IRS agent who leaked President Trump's tax returns has been arrested and faces five years in prison. Sanctuary cities, Denver and New York, Chicago, uh, and others beg not to have more illegal immigrants sent their way. And uh, Mayorkas has said we need to build a wall. So there you go. That's the top 10. But I want to start in Ohio where uh, there was a huge human trafficking bust. Um in Ohio, and, and I kind of wanted to go live with it, but I didn't have a chance to. It's really powerful. So this state tax task force rescues 100 sex trafficking vis- victims in Ohio, wow. arrests 160 perpetrators, including an elementary school teacher. So good news for the day, but bad news that this is happening. 
An Ohio Human Trafficking Task Force recently arrested and charged 160 people, including an elementary school teacher, a college professor, a pair of U.S. Air Force members for attempting to buy sex. The state's top prosecutor announced earlier this week the week-long sting dubbed Operation Buyer's Remorse concluded with the arrest of 149 Johns seeking to buy sex who were subsequently arrested and charged with engaging in prostitution. Two others were arrested for allegedly seeking to have sex with minors and another six were arrested for promoting prostitution. The rest are in jail for illegally possessing narcotics and firearms or because there were outstanding warrants against them, said the state attorney general. That would be Dave, uh, David Yost. He says the law enforcement across Ohio teamed up in a concerted effort to stem the demand that fuels human trafficking. The success of this operation is measured not only by the number of arrests, but also by the resources offered to survivors of human trafficking and the intelligence gathered that will propel long-term investigations moving forward. More than 100 human trafficking survivors were also identified and received help from the state's healthcare operation. Um, Buyer's remorse took place from September. Get this. While we were, was it when? Well, how, when no, 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 the no. beginning of the, the day so, it started, the day we so left Bart's Fest, Fest was the, the 21st. So the 20th. We, we got there on the 20th. And we and left we were, on the 25th on yes, the Sunday. We did, yeah. So it started on that Sunday. Come on, let's go. What are the odds? And Not, it went everywhere. It went everywhere Columbus, Cleveland, Toledo, Akron, Youngstown, Marietta, Portsmouth, like all over Ohio. So here we are asking God, we're repenting of sexual sins, and God says, okay. Okay, now that you've repented, let's go, let's go, let's go. The rest came from all backgrounds. EMTs, nurses, educators, retirees, former law enforcement officers, delivery drivers, and Air Force members. The youngest, John, arrested was 17 years old, and the oldest was 84. One man attempted to buy sex twice in one day. Wait a Yeah. We got problems Mm -hmm. when an 84-year-old pervert is trying to buy sex. Mm-hmm. That's a whole new low. It's a whole new high. <laughs> of age. Of age. 84 years old? Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. Mm-hmm. Wow. What you got? You got a video for I us to watch video. about it? Yeah, if you want to go get, check I'm us out here. Get, uh, yeah, so I, I do believe this is this is God. I don't think it's, you know, No, this is nothing but God. All right, one top. There we go. Taking you to Ohio now, this morning 160 people are facing charges in Ohio accused of human trafficking. It's the latest in a series of law enforcement stings across the country. One just last week in Florida saw more than 200 arrests. Stephanie Haynes joins us live to tell us a little bit more about what we're learning about these suspects. And Stephanie, these suspects, it's chilling. They include educated, distinguished, high-ranking individuals. It's happening all around us uh, for people in our everyday lives. Marky, chilling indeed. I mean, these are teachers, these are coaches, nurses, retirees, people you and I would know in our communities, and it can really happen anywhere. And law enforcement say that this problem is so pervasive that even the most successful operations, like this one in Ohio or like one in Florida last week, doesn't even begin to put a dent in this problem, but it doesn't stop law enforcement from stepping up their game every single time to try to clamp down on human trafficking. Your hands up. This is one of 160 arrests made in Ohio over the past week in what law enforcement calls Operation Buyer's Remorse. 
Hey! hey. How's it going, buddy? It's not just cops. Everybody that's in the fight that's trying to help the survivors of human trafficking is there on the ground, and every one of them is necessary. In Polk County, Florida, more than 200 people were arrested last week in a similar undercover operation, yeah. including 35 who investigators say were living in the country illegally and two alleged right traffickers. Here. Sometimes we worked an entire operation without being able to identify the human trafficker because the ladies are scared to death of them. So we think it's a big, big deal. Former FBI agent and News Nation Law and Justice contributor Jennifer Koffendoffer says operations like this are becoming more and more frequent in order to try to clamp down on what she calls a crisis. Now we are seeing the fruits of the labor of after COVID being over, these investigations are being uh, brought into fruition now. I think because of the porous border situation where you have even more vulnerable people that are going to be susceptible and being, uh, you know, being trafficked. Uh, unfortunately, you're going to see even more of a rise in these types of cases. And one thing Jennifer points out there is that so many of these human trafficking cases are getting that much more attention. So that means that they are getting more and more resources. And as you saw with Sheriff Brady in Florida there, that, you know, there were all these people standing behind him. Half of those people, even more, are social services workers who help in these sting operations to work with these potential victims to make sure that they get the help that they need and don't fall back into that human trafficking pattern. Adrian, Thank you for watching. Go to NewsNationNow. So I know that a lot of this is coming off the heels of... Uh, sound of freedom. Yeah, they don't want to be showed up. Oh, you can do that. We can, we can, we can go after Let's these go pedophiles. Get them. Let's go get them. Come on, get me some pedos. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's it, it's great. So thank you to those law enforcement officers who are are making those kind of. And here's awesome. the deal: there's no reason why we can't have busts like this all the time. Oh, absolutely. None whatsoever. No, you're no, you are right about that. Um, oh shoot, I think I just closed one out. You did. Oh, I don't think you have them all. I told you there weren't that many. All right, here we go. So oh, Hillary boy. Clinton has urged a, uh, I don't know. she. I don't know where she wants to send Republicans, but she says that. Um, Not just Republicans. You can be a Republican. You can't be a Trump supporter. You can't be mega. Because if you are, then you need to be. Deprogrammed. There needs to be a formal, de formal deprogramming of the cult members, she says. The Democrats did not bail out Kevin McCarthy. So should the Democrats have saved him, so to speak? Should they have voted to keep him in? You know, that was a very um, uh, tough call for the Democratic caucus. But the problem was for them, as I understand it, he was totally untrustworthy by any measure. Uh, he uh, immediately after they did help him keep the government open, as you know, uh, began to blame them for all kinds of, you know, extraneous matters. And at some point, a leader who has lost all credibility uh, in dealing with the opposition, where you want to have an open line of communication, you want to be able to trust his word, um, is going to, uh, you know, ask for their help and 
not get it. Mm -hmm. It's said that the main contenders for his position are Jim Jordan, who you know very well from Benghazi. Oh, I don't know him well. I watched him and, and uh, you know, stared at him for 11 hours while he made stuff up about me. So I don't know him, but I've seen him in action. So what will it mean if he gets the speakership? Well, I mean, he is one of the principal uh, ringleaders of the circus that's been created in the Republican Party for the last several years. Um, I, I have no inside knowledge about what the Republicans will do, who they will end up voting for. But when do they put the country first? They do not represent a majority of even the Republican Party. Uh, when you look at the extremists in the House, they certainly don't represent a majority of the country. And, you know, somebody has to stand up and say enough. You know, we could have disagreements. I'm all for that. I was in the Senate for eight years. I worked with a lot of Republicans and, you know, opposed them when uh, I didn't agree. But at some point, there needs to be a backlash against the control that this small group of extremists have. And I don't know uh, who will lead that, but uh, let's hope uh, whoever becomes the new speaker will. And up next, a promise Wait, that's made. That's not the clip I want. That is not the clip. But okay, scroll still, down, that was scroll also down, very scroll down. telling, wasn't it? It was very telling. Wait, is that not the right article? It, sometimes the tweets don't show up. It is the right article. Oh, here we it? go. Here yeah, we go. there's a couple articles on her. Hang on, guys. There it is. There we go. You're not ready for this. I mean, you saw it at the intro partisans in both parties in the past uh, and we had very bitter battles over all kinds of things gun control and climate change and the economy and taxes but there wasn't this little tail of extremism waving you know wagging the dog of the uh, republican party as it is today mm -hmm. and sadly so many of those extremists those mega extremists um, take their marching orders from donald trump who has no credibility left by any measure. He's only in it for himself. He's now defending himself in civil actions and criminal actions. And when do they break with him? You know, because at some point, you know, maybe there needs to be a formal deprogramming of the cult members, but something needs to happen. And how do you now there, there was no like laughter after that? Like, um, like she wasn't joking. That wasn't a joke. That was like there was she said formal. So, Not uh, informal, Brian, formal. Yeah, Brian formal. Stetler said, um, from former CNN anchor, said, what would that formal deprogramming look like? Uh, Ton Starnes on Twitter says, Stalin had a word for that. It's called Gulags. Gulags. Camp, conservative. I really uh, do like said, camp, The FBI is already targeting Trump supporters ahead of the election. Imagine if we lose in 2024, the hypothetical re-education camps may become very real. We do know that they're doing that with Jordan Peterson. Designated Trump supporters as a terror group allows for mass gun confiscation. Yeah, no, I would love to see them try. Some And how would you identify? Was it like, okay, if you went to J6, I mean, how are you going to identify who these extremists are and, and them needing to be deprogrammed? Um, but she said formal and she didn't laugh. Oh, it wasn't a joke. I know. She said somehow there needs to be a formal reprogramming. Uh, what does so, that mean? So Don on Facebook says, oh, my goodness, seriously, she has lost all sense of reality. You know what? I think she is very real. I think oh, her, no. This is, this is yeah. a very real reality for Hillary Clinton. She thinks that this is something that she can uh, can really push forward. So uh, James on Rumble says, 
Hillary, you are the extremist. Yeah, so uh, Newsweek has an exclusive from the FBI. Donald Trump followers targeted by FBI as the 2024 election hovers over us. The federal government believes that the threat of violence and major civil disturbances around the 2024 U.S. presidential election is so great that it has quietly created a new category of extremists that it seeks to track and counter. Donald Trump's army of MAGA followers. The challenge for the FBI, the primary federal agency charged with law enforcement, is to pursue and to prevent what it calls domestic terrorism without direct reference to political parties or affiliations, even though the vast majority of its current anti-government investigations are of Trump supporters, according to classified data. Forget the um, everything that happened during um, 2020, the summer with the BLM Forget and how they the burned whole down cities, cities down. That's nothing. Okay. You're totally allowed when you're upset about racism to burn a city down or to catch a church on fire or to attack secret service members as long as you're doing it as a Democrat or Antifa. Okay. Just so we're clear. Okay. The FBI is in an almost impossible position who requested an anonymity to discuss highly sensitive internal matters. The official said that the FBI is intent on stopping domestic terrorism at any repeat of J6. Well, guess what? Maybe we just get Nancy Pelosi out of the way and, and it might not ha happen again. Okay, set up. Uh, but the Bureau must also preserve the constitutional right of all Americans to campaign, speak freely, and protest the government. By focusing on former President Trump and his MAGA supporters, the official said, the Bureau runs the risk of provoking the very anti-government activists that terrorism agencies hope to counter. Especially at a time when the White House is facing congressional Republican opposition, claiming that the Biden administration has weaponized the Bureau against the right wing. Oh, remember the Catholics that you targeted? Remember the school parents and the school, school going to school boards that you targeted? Hello? Hello. It has to tread very carefully. You know what I want to say is that it's not so much they need they haven't awakened to this yet. It's not the Trump supporters that you have to worry about. It's the um, it's those of us that actually see through what Trump is doing and trying to keep him on track. It's it's those of us, I think, that you would have to worry about. Why would you worry about us? Because spiritually speaking, we're going to take them down. Spiritually speaking. Spiritually speaking, not physically. Spiritually speaking. The, the Trump supporters, as much as I, and I love them, okay, and Trump is my president, but um, I, got a lot, I got a lot to say to Trump because spiritually speaking, he's off the course. And so when Hillary says, when do they break from him, broken, uh, definitely have broken from Trump here. He's and so I would La -La say Land. the Democrats should fear us and they should the, fear the deep state. Those, they should fear those of us that know exactly what's going on and are taking this to the spiritual level. The, the, we are the ones because we have spiritual resources, I will say, because Leah doesn't like the other word. We, we can do this spiritually and we will. Yeah, let's play this Matt Gates clip that we just played on, the, uh, bright, on our Bright End segment. If you guys don't know, we go live uh, on Brighton at 6 p.m. TV every Friday, 6 p.m. I read the story this week that everyone seems to be ignoring it. I know it just came out yesterday, but to me it's a bombshell. What Newsweek is reporting about what uh, the FBI targeting Trump supporters. I, I hope you've seen this story. Yeah. Uh, yep. It hits like a ton of bricks to me. I hope that this is an issue that is taken up by the Speaker and the House. This is 
unbelievably unfair. The FBI targeting Trump supporters, continuing to frame Trump supporters as potential terrorists over January. Just I hope this is something the House takes up very seriously. I'm, I'm so glad you mentioned it because it's not enough just to have the hearings and yell at the attorney general and make the FBI director look bad. You have to cut off the money. This is very serious. The only way to stop the targeting of Americans as a consequence of their political beliefs is to stop funding that. Because whatever laws you create or guardrails you establish, they blow through those. I mean, the FBI was violating the FISA law 38 times an hour during the period of time that the inspector general was watching them. So they will not follow the law. You have to cut off the money. And that's why these single subject bills that I talk about are so important, because if you're just taking one big vote up or down on the entire government, you're not going to get in there and look at those specific task forces at the FBI that have done these things that are now being exposed. You have to have them stand before the committees and subcommittees of jurisdiction and defend each program and each task force and each agency. And then our investigative work can inform whether or not we're going to fork over the check to keep that stuff going. But under a continuing resolution and an omnibus, those folks always win and we get targeted as a consequence. So it's bad news. I will tell you, the reason I'm able to have this discussion with you today is because a senior FBI official, Elvis Chan, for the third time canceled his deposition before the Judiciary Committee. I was supposed to be asking him questions right now about the censorship industrial complex where people at the FBI were trying to get Twitter and Facebook and YouTube, uh, Google, all to try to disfavor any content that was dangerous or extreme, but largely it was just people expressing a conservative viewpoint. Awesome. Uh, so go ahead and, and go back to the main page and bring up the uh, four videos I've got up of Matt Gates. So let's talk a little bit about Matt Gates. It's going to be on YouTube. Oh, you said um, main page. Go back. Yeah, I meant go to the main so people are seeing oh, I us. Get you. I follow. Okay. And then I'm you there. can bring, bring those there. up. Okay. <sighs> Matt Gates. Matt! Gates. So we had Ivan Ranglin with us, who is a mover and shaker in Washington, D.C., very close to Matt Gates at the uh, Bards Fest, at Bards Fest. And we prayed over him. Yes, and we, uh, we prayed that he would go and wreak havoc. Um, Take but, God yeah. back to D.C. Yeah, go ahead and, and bring those all up. And I think he did. And well, I, I think that up, this is. start playing. Um, okay, so go ahead. That's, bring him up and then hit mute or whatever, because I want all four of them up. I don't okay. know which ones I want up yet. This is something that a lot of people say, Laura Ingram, all the people at Fox News are like, oh my gosh, she stopped. You know what Laura Ingram said? He's stopping us from cutting spending and from like working on the wall. Like, Thank come you, on, Mr. Matt Gates. We're tired sure. of your reducing spending and like putting up another fence on the border. Okay. All, up, all five of them? Yeah. And we'll see which one we want to play. This Hollywood, it's, I'm calling it Hollywood. Okay, this Hollywood production that we have some sort of government of, of the people, by the people, for the people, is just ridiculous. And what Matt Gates did was just show everybody the truth. You are all one party. 200 people uh, in the Republican Party voting for Kevin McCarthy who broke his word, who Matt Gates had made some deals and the Freedom Caucus had made some deals, and Kevin McCarthy went back on those. So let's let's go through a few of these videos with Matt Gates explaining why he voted to oust McCarthy. 
And you know what? I know this is the first time it's ever been done. And thank you, Jesus, because doing the same thing over and over again, expecting results is a definition of insanity. And you know what? Let's shake up Washington. Shake it. Let's shake it. Come on now. In Jesus' name. Let's do some more shaking. ...of Speaker of the House of the United States House of Representatives is hereby declared vacant. That was the moment that U.S. Speaker of the House Kevin McCarthy lost his job. Some Republicans barely contained their anger. The chair declares the House in recess subject to the call of the chair. <laughs> An historic moment. For the first time in the history Andrew. of the United States, the Speaker of the House has been removed. <laughs> historic, yes. A first ever. The Speaker of the House is always a member of the party that has the majority of the seats. Right now, that's the Republicans. So for the Speaker to be ousted, well, that means that members of his own party had to vote him out. And not only did that happen in this case, but here's the wild thing. The motion to expel him as Speaker actually came from his own party. We've traced the call. It's coming from inside the House. What we witnessed this week was the latest in a long series of showdowns between these two men. Kevin McCarthy is a feature of the swamp. He has risen to power by collecting special interest money and redistributing that money in exchange for favors. We are breaking the fever now, and we should elect a speaker who's better. Look, I think Matt has planned this all along. It didn't matter what we transpired. You know, he would have done it if we were in shutdown or not. This so-called family feud has been in the public eye for a minute. Think back to the election of the speaker in January 2023. Today was supposed to be all about the Republicans celebrating taking control of the House, but it quickly turned into a battle as hard-right GOP members blocked Kevin McCarthy's bid for House Speaker during three separate votes. Gates never wanted McCarthy to pick up the speaker's gavel. In fact, he put forward a different name altogether. And so I rise to nominate Donald Trump for the position of Speaker of the House. After 14 rounds of voting, Gates continued to refuse to cast a ballot for McCarthy. McCarthy's speakership was embattled really before it ever began. There were 15 ballots to elect him as Speaker back in January. It was much the same situation where initially there were 20 House Republicans who voted against him and that left him well shy of a majority. There were various concessions made to these more hard right members and eventually the party came together to give him a very bare majority of the votes that he needed. Even in the 15th round, all Gates agreed to do was simply show up and vote present to allow McCarthy to take the top spot. Matt Gates is no stranger to the spotlight, not without his own congressional troubles. He's facing a multi-year congressional ethics inquiry into allegations about misusing funds and sexual misconduct. The major political headline, new trouble for Florida Congressman There's Matt always a Gates sexual tonight, already and under actually, federal investigation. Like now the House Ethics stuff, Committee so. is also investigating its own set of allegations. McCarthy has said that Gates' move to get rid of him as speaker is in retaliation for not intervening in that inquiry. He wants me to try to wipe that away. I'm not going to do that. That's illegal. House speakers uh -huh. appoint ethics committee members, but they don't take part in meetings. Gates told MSNBC. The speaker says this is really about... Working with the Democrats is a yellow brick road that has been paved by Speaker McCarthy. Take a look at this tweet from Gates. Quote, Speaker McCarthy believes in nothing except money and power. In football, when a team isn't winning games it's supposed to, they fire the coach. I've had enough McFailure. Have you? 
To understand why Gates has such an issue with McCarthy, you have to understand the role the Speaker plays. The Speaker is responsible for ensuring that the House passes legislation that's supported by the majority party, a role that Gates says McCarthy has failed at. When you have a small Republican majority, it becomes very difficult to actually pass something. Gates is kind of a case in point when it comes to this element of the Republican Party that is making it so difficult to govern. In this latest round of funding bills, Gates, along with a handful of Republicans, were pushing for a big funding cut. Cuts that they said aligned with McCarthy's promise to scale back government spending. But those proposed cuts were left out of the final legislation. There was nothing that was going to be good enough for these people. The border security that was included in here uh, wasn't sufficient. The Ukraine funding was too much. There was always going to be this kind of one thing that was going to stick out to them as being a deal breaker. Two days after McCarthy, along with Democrat support, passed a stopgap funding bill in the House to avoid a government shutdown, Gates made his move. But not without some irony. Matt Gates and his supporters have complained that Kevin McCarthy has worked too much with Democrats. But in order to get rid of McCarthy, they had to rely on an overwhelming majority of Democratic votes. Eight Republicans, working with every them, Democrat who was voting, voted to oust Kevin McCarthy. He didn't make any deals with them. This is the exactly. moment of reckoning for the Republican Party. With McCarthy out, Republicans have a tough road ahead of them. 208 of them voted to keep McCarthy as the speaker, and, and that's not insignificant. You all know Matt Gates. You know it was personal. Everything he accused somebody of, he was doing. If you look at the way McCarthy spoke this about clearly a biased video. Oh yeah, obviously. Oh, but it still has some good, good. It facts. does. I'm gonna play a couple more here. Oh my gosh! It's, oh my god! Cry more. The. The opening line of my colleague's speech was that Speaker McCarthy always overperforms expectations, but after tweeting, bring it, and after engaging in profane lace tirades at House conference, he just lost a motion to table. So I wouldn't necessarily consider that overperforming expectations. And time and again, I've heard my colleagues say that, well, he deserves it because he went through a tough speaker contest. Let me let everyone know, he prevailed in that speaker contest because he made an agreement to fulfill certain commitments to make this an open and honest process, and he has failed to meet those commitments, and that's why we are here. I reserve. Mm. I rise to raise a question. What was the secret side deal on Ukraine? House Democrats and President Biden have said that as Speaker McCarthy was asking Republicans to vote for a continuing resolution so as to avoid having to take the Senate's plus up in Ukraine money, that the Speaker of the House was actually cutting a side deal to bring Ukraine legislation to this floor with President Biden and House Democrats. So let me get this straight. To extend Joe Biden's spending and Joe Biden's policy priorities, the Speaker of the House gave away to Joe Biden the money for Ukraine that Joe Biden wanted. It is going to be difficult for my Republican friends to keep calling President Biden feeble while he continues to take Speaker McCarthy's lunch money in every negotiation. <laughs> the Speaker of the House has responded to these reports of a Biden. secret side deal on money for Ukraine, opaquely stating that he still wants to fund Ukraine 
and our border. I have a few replies to this statement. First, the Speaker's statement confirms the existence of a secret deal. And I have talked to members of our own leadership who have said they didn't even know that Speaker McCarthy was negotiating a secret side deal outside of our conference, outside of his own leadership team, for the sake of Ukraine. Second, Ukraine has lost the support of a majority of the majority. The last That's time there was true. a freestanding- We don't want to give him any more money. Come on now. Come on now. I want, I want a refund. Mr. Speaker, my friend from Oklahoma says that my colleagues and I who don't support Kevin McCarthy would plunge the house and the country into chaos. Oh my word. Chaos is Speaker McCarthy. Chaos is somebody who we cannot trust with their word. The one thing that the White House, House Just Democrats, lady in the and back, many of us head. on the conservative side of the Republican caucus would argue is that the thing we have in common, Kevin McCarthy said something to all of us at one point or another that he didn't really mean and never intended to live up to. I don't think voting against Kevin McCarthy is chaos. I think $33 trillion in debt is chaos. Yes, I think sir. that facing a $2.2 trillion annual deficit is chaos. I think that not passing single-subject spending bills is chaos. I think the fact that we have been governed in this country since the mid-90s by continuing resolution and omnibus is chaos. And the way to liberate ourselves from that is a series of reforms to this body that I would hope would outlast Speaker McCarthy's time here, would outlast my time here, and would outlast either of our majorities. Reforms that I have heard some of the most conservative members of this body f uh, fight for, and some of the reforms that we've been battling for that I've even heard those in the Democrat caucus say would be worthy and helpful to the House, like open amendments, like understanding what the budget is. We have been out of compliance with budget laws for most of my life, most of many of your lives. And by the way, if we did those things, if we had single subject bills, if we had an understanding on the top line, if we had open amendments, if we had trust and honesty and understanding, there would be times when my conservative colleagues and I would lose, might be a few times when we'd win. There'd be times that we would form partnerships that might otherwise not be uh, really predictable in the American body politic, but the American people would see us legislating. Come on. Hi everyone, George Stephanopoulos here. Thanks for. All right, Love I think that. I've got There's a little bit more. of. Yeah, just pay a little bit more. What was going through your head once the vote gaveled down and it was official McCarthy wasn't speaker? Just we we got to move to the next step. You know, we we are not at the end of this process. Okay, at, at most we're approaching halftime. Uh, we've got to be able to assemble a governing coalition. We have to build from a place of trust. The reason Kevin McCarthy went down today is because nobody trusts Kevin McCarthy. Kevin McCarthy has made multiple contradictory promises, and when they all came due, he lost, he lost votes of people who maybe don't even ideologically agree with me on everything. Take, for example, my colleague from South Carolina, Ms. Mace. She's, she has Ms. different Mace. views than I do on a variety of subjects, but what we had in common, Kevin McCarthy lied to but all of us. But Congressman, hold on a second. Tell me, you're saying that nobody trusts Kevin McCarthy. Are you talking about including yourself, about seven Republicans compared to about 200 and, and, and about, you know, some odd Republicans who actually do trust him. So can you kind of explain yes. that? Yes. Well, that? as it turns out, 
Getting 200 Republicans to trust you isn't enough to Wait, stay speaker. Compared to Congress, seven at this Republicans. Point, at this point, have you spoken to former President Trump about this since the ousting? Was he supportive of, the, of what you were doing? Uh, I have spoken to President Trump over the last several days. The ousting only occurred several minutes ago, so we haven't spoken during former that Former President Trump, though, he put on Truth Social that he didn't think this was a good idea. He didn't want to see Republicans fighting with other Republicans. How do you respond to the former president? Uh, I, w I would... Uh, I would say that uh, my conversations with the former president leave me with great confidence that I'm doing the right thing. Did the former president call you today? Did the former president call you today? Americans were concerned about the future of the conservative agenda in the House of Representatives. I would say that the conservative agenda was being paralyzed by Speaker McCarthy. We had McCarthy. We hadn't even sent a subpoena to hunt. Okay, I got. Let's see if we can do one more here, where he gets booed by all the random. Rhinos. Wait, that's not what we want. There's a shorter one. Shorter clip. The gentleman from Florida. My colleague says we've passed the strongest border bills in history. Well, guess what? Look at the border right now. We didn't use sufficient leverage in the debt limit or in any other thing to actually get results on the border. The border is a disaster, really something I don't think you're going to be campaigning on that you fixed the border. Second, you said you streamlined regulations. What the gentleman from Louisiana doesn't tell you is that all of the regulatory reform he was just bragging about is waivable by the stroke of a pen of someone in the Biden White House. Do you really think you've got anything for that? It's a total joke. And then finally, the welfare to work that the gentleman from Louisiana said we got. The welfare programs that they said that they streamlined with their welfare to work stuff, they're actually going to grow. Because while they did work requirements, they blew out those programs with expanded eligibility. I'm real glad you guys didn't put work requirements on Medicaid. It probably would have resulted in Medicaid expansion. And when it comes to how those raise money, I take no lecture on asking patriotic Americans to weigh in and contribute to this fight from those who would grovel and bend knee for the lobbyists and special interests who own our leadership, who have, oh, boo all you want, who have hollowed out this town and have borrowed against the future of our future generations. I'll be happy to fund my political operation through the work of hardworking Americans, 10 and 20 and $30 at a time, and you all keep showing up at the lobbyist fundraisers and see how that goes for you. I reserve. Boom. Come on now. Boom. And Boom. here's the sad part. Boom. All the people booing and the ones not clapping for him, it's like, oh, so you're the ones that are bought off. Yeah. Yeah. You're owned. You're yeah. owned. You know what? The best clip that really put this in perspective is this particular clip that I think Clay Clark put together. Um, but watch this. This is what he, this right here needs to, is what needs to go viral. This particular clip here. Um, because this is what Matt Gates is fighting for, and this is what we should all be fighting for. This is the number one thing that's important, not your stupid spending cuts or your cuts you or whatever. The BRICS Listen. You know, Brazil, Russia, India, China, South Africa, they're moving away from the dollar. And just in August, they added six new countries, including G20 country, uh, economies in the Western Hemisphere and Gulf monarchies. Uh, moreover, you've see, you saw U.S. News say that the number one economic trend of 2023 is de-dollarization globally. This worries me. You all get all worked up that there's going to be some uncomfortable, chaotic moment that'll mm. feel pressure from conservatives or Democrats or whomever. I feel the judgment of history. I feel the weight of that. I worry that when the history books are written about this country going down, 
that my name is going to be on the board of directors here. And if this country's going down and if we're losing the dollar, I'm going down fighting. And I don't okay. care if that means fighting Republicans, Democrats, the Uniparty, the leadership, the PACs, the lobbyists. I've had it. I've been here seven years. We don't have a fucking budget. Mm. We haven't had one since the mid-90s. I am through with it. I apologize for using that word, but the only path forward here is to have single subject spending bills that can be reviewed, amended, considered. And I think that is the responsible way that our legislatures all over this country operate for good reasons. We are provoking. Not only have we made the worst geopolitical mistake, which is to push the Russians into an embrace of China, which is the worst geopolitical outcome that we we can imagine. We've essentially fueled the creation of BRICS, where 40 nations are now threatening to get off of, of the dollar as the, as the world reserve currency. If that continues, then, you know, what, that will make the Great Depression look like a cakewalk for us. I think there's a bigger story to tell about the BRICS. It's almost three quarters of the world's population have signed on. So there was only the, you know, Brazil, Russia, India, China, South Africa. But the big one is Saudi Arabia and Iran. Now, the reason that's important is they hate America. And if you can get that picture, plus you have the Belt and Road Project, uh, you have most of the world that's not, um, I'm going to be, I'm going to hope you don't get censored of me saying this. But the world that they're going into is a non-Christian world. I'm not being, you know, religious and all this. I'm not being political. I'm saying it's, you know, Muslim, Hindu, Islam, and all this. So this is a very big move is because the world who is not white, Anglo-Saxon, Protestant, Christian, like Australia, New Zealand, Canada, England, they're joining up against uh, the Western currency called the dollar. And so the BRICS is not if, it's only when. Jim Records says it best. It's, it's, it's not if, it's when they switch, they switch to gold. That's what they're saying. I agree with him. The BRICS group is set to introduce a new currency backed by gold in contrast to the credit-backed U.S. dollar with countries lining up to join the growing initiative. The BRICS countries are planning to introduce a new trading currency which will be backed by gold. More and more countries recently expressed desire to join BRICS. The one final note I will uh, make is that if you think about the benefits of digital money, there are huge potential gains. It's not just about uh, digital forms of physical currency. You can have programmability, you know, um, units of central bank currency with expiry dates. You could have, as I argue in my book, a potentially better, and yeah, some people might see it, or a darker world where the government decides that units of central bank money can be used to purchase some things, but not other things that it deems less desirable, like, say, ammunition or drugs or pornography or something of the sort. And that is very powerful in terms of the use of a CBDC and I think also extremely dangerous for central banks. Because ultimately, if you have different units of central bank money with different characteristics, or if you use central bank money as a conduit for economic policies in a very targeted way, or more broadly for social policies, that could really affect the integrity of central bank money and the integrity economic scholar in the world on central banking. He wrote the book and did the documentary, The Princes of the Yen, about the Japanese central bank. 
Here he is in Malmo, Sweden in May. The nature of the CBDC, what, what is it actually going to look like? They never talk about that. Right. Um, but I heard one European central banker tell me what it's going to look like. He saw it and it was around this, this large and would be implanted under your skin. CBDC. Okay, you can pause that there. Okay, you guys. Matt Gates gets it. We just tell them about the class we taught. So, yesterday. Was that just yesterday? Yeah, yesterday morning. Yesterday morning, Leah and I had the privilege of going and teaching a class to seniors at a Christian juniors school. And seniors. Juniors and seniors. On the Constitution. Now, we decided we were going to do half Constitution, half constitutional money. Uh, however, when we got into the class, we saw where the vein was and where their attention was and constitutional money it was. So we got a chance to break down. Now, we didn't get into CBDCs. I did maybe perhaps freak them out about economic collapse, which yeah. we are in the middle so of, you by guys the way. Are, you guys are familiar. You know that the, a dollar is going to collapse, but they didn't know anything. They had never even heard. A room full of juniors and seniors that didn't, had never heard of the Federal Reserve. At all. At all. Didn't even know what we were talking about. No, knew nothing about gold and silver being in the Constitution. At a Christian school. Knew, at, at, at 17, 18 years old. They, we got blank stares, but at the end of the... They were the, very engaged. Yeah, and at the end, one little girl's on the front was like, is there anything we, we can, can do, do about inflation? Is We just have to sit down and just let it get worse and worse. And another uh, girl, she was African-American, she had, she had a lot of great questions. And at the end, she said, how do I invest in gold and silver? I want to do this. Yes. And I was like, you go, girl. She had a whole page of Here's notes. SD Bouillon and send your parents to ITM trading. And we had an aide in the room who was asking questions, an adult aide, who had homeschooled her kids. I, I really good conversation. And she wanted to know, why can't we use this as monetary exchange? Now, we can, but you can only use it as a dollar, even though if you want to buy this silver dollar, it's going to cost you like $34, okay? And why can't we use this? Why can't I, I, You can. You absolutely can. And you can give this to Fight people. Fight me. Fight okay? me on it. You can, you can use this. You can give this to people. Leah, why would you want to do it? Because, because that says a dollar. One dollar, Bob. One dollar, Bob. One dollar, Bob. This is a one dollar walking Liberty Gold Eagle. This is so if I am me. paying Michelle one dollar. Okay, so here's the thing. You should never have to pay taxes or capital gains. If I take this dollar and I sell it to somebody and somebody wants to give me $34 for it, that's their own deal. I didn't make any, hey, listen to the thing. This is money. It's money. It's money. And I should not it's have to pay money. any sort of it's capital gains money. on the sale of, let me, of let me, money let me or the exchange the of this how for paper dollars. The, you, I did give them an answer, by the way, for how to fix it. I said, start using this to ex when you when you exchange with one another. Yeah. Use real money. Real money. To exchange with one another. Here's real the money. This says $1. $1, Bob. It costs at spot price between $21 and $25 right now. Okay? With a premium, $35. Let's just go with an even 30 to make it easy. Okay? Oh, no. Let's just go with the spot price, 25 bucks. I do a job for you. You owe me $100. Okay? Mm -hmm. Instead... You pay me four of these. You have now paid me $4. So when I report the income on my taxes, I only have to pay taxes on $4 instead of $100. So Arkansas, thanks to Sarah Buck Huckabee Hander Sanders, okay, in Arkansas in July, uh, 
Arkansas making gold and silver legal tender in the state, effectively repealing the state capital gains tax on gold and silver. Now you can literally, if I want to pay you for a job, I can pay you on this and there's no capital gains but on it. But here's the thing. There is no capital gains on actual silver that is minted by the U.S. government. They cannot tax you capital gains on money. So, so, so there's a difference. This applies to bouillon, rounds, and all of the like, okay? But literally, if I pay you in this, okay, there is, you cannot count capital gains. I will fight them to the Supreme Court until the day An I die. Enactment of this law could help that. eliminate barriers to using gold and silver in everyday transactions, a, a foundational step for people to undermine the Federal Reserve's monopoly on money. Representative Robin Lundstrom and Jonathan Dismang introduced House Bill 1718 on March 27th. The new law makes gold and silver specie, that's what they, these are called, uh, money, legal tender in the state, meaning it is recognized as a medium of exchange. Practically speaking, this will allow Arkansans to use gold and silver coins as money rather than just as mere investment vehicles. Uh, it was actually passed the House on 82 to 8 and the Senate uh, with a vote of 32 to 0. Um, because it's constitutional money. Specie is defined as a coin having gold or silver content or refined gold or silver bullion that is coin stamped or imprinted with its weight and purity and value primarily based on its metal content and not its form. Under the law, species will include coins issued by the U.S. government or other specie that an Arkansas court rules to be within state authority to make or designate as legal tender. So that could be uh, Australian uh, kangaroo coins. Could be anything. Okay. There's the thing. This is really important, guys. I just showed you some quarters. Mm -hmm. Okay. These are state quarters. They're 25 cents. They are, have a value of 25 cents. There is no judge, there is no jury, there is no court that is going to tell you that you can't spend this as real money you technically, with one you, another. You absolutely can right now, and you could before anything else, but it's the, it's the capital gains of you turning this into cash, okay? Or, you, or the value of it, or them charging you on the value of it. Have them come and find me. Okay, but people need to understand the rules that are in place so that I'm they're going to fight no, no, themselves. No, 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 no. I'm telling can, you, constitutionally, though, right. you would win on this. You, if you fight, hands down. If, you but, might have to fight, but, it, but you, you need to know what's in place, and you have to tell people but we what's need in place to right now. All of our state laws. I need to tell them what the what the laws are, so they can help change them. So you don't have to say no, no, no. You can say it shouldn't be, it shouldn't be, it shouldn't be. And in reality, we have to we have to be able to do both. We have to tell them what it is and what it should be, so people can know to fight it, so they can I, have what bills I'm like saying this. On this, and and you can fight me on this, Leah, Faith. And that's fine if you want to. I, I still pay my property taxes. There's a lot of people that don't. I still pay my income taxes. There's a lot of people that don't. I don't want that fight. Okay? I do not want that fight. Even though I know constitutionally, but people I need don't have to, to know do that. that it would be a fight. But this would not be as much of a fight as the property taxes. Or the and in Arkansas, taxes. it's not. So let me get through this article. Okay. Okay. More importantly, the people of the state of Arkansas will be able to define what species is considered constitutional tender, further distancing themselves from potential control of their competing currency in, by Washington, D.C. 
Arkansas is now the fourth state to recognize gold and silver as legal tender. Utah led the way, reestablishing constitutional money in 2011. Wyoming and Oklahoma have since joined. If you are our viewers in Oklahoma, you should, if you are, if you hire somebody or you're doing something, you should be paying, them, should be in paying them in gold and silver. And you should ask to be paid in gold and silver. It's God's money. And Patriot Gallery says, hey, are you going to mention that, uh, mention God and having a clean conscience free from sin? Because when you pay somebody in gold and silver... You are using just weights and balances. Okay, so the effect has been most dramatic in Utah, where the United Precious Metals Association was established after the passage of the Utah Specie Legal Tender Act and the elimination of all taxes on gold and silver. All taxes, sales tax. You shouldn't have a sales tax on gold and silver coins. Exactly. It's money. There's no sales tax on it. It's money. So when if I, I go to the bank, if I used to be able to take regular dollars and go to the bank, and ask for silver or gold. Well, you never could do that. But in the United States, people could. You were too young. I was you too young to make that. I should be able to do that. You should. You used to be able to do that. Yes. And you used to be able to do it with silver. You could get silver. You never could do it with silver. You used to be able to. But uh, well, I, my the, answer that I gave the, the young lady who asked, I said, we have to change the laws to make gold and silver legal tender in our state. Yeah, and, and we need to lead the way. And and this is something that I have had on my heart and I've been asking God for open doors and it may just be a group of 17 and 18 year olds that call their congressmen that get it done. Let's do I it. I told them, they asked me, what can I do? I said, call your congressman. Say, we want constitutional money. We know it's still constitutional. We know that Congress says states shall make nothing but gold and silver legal tender. tender and, I, and they have never changed that in the constitution. What they did is they created the Federal Reserve Act, which somehow obliterated the constitution which, which is, is not, not true federal, okay by the way. we don't have a constitutional amendment at all to change to, to, to get rid of gold and silver as legal tender okay it never happened the company was also instrumental in developing the utah gold back described as the first local voluntary currency to be made of spendable beautiful physical gold provisions in the utah bill in the in the arkansas bill effectively repealed the state's capital gains tax on gold and silver specie or legal tender shall not be characterized as personal property for taxation or regulatory purposes. Is, is your dollar personal property? No. Okay. The exchange of one type or form of legal tender for another type or form of legal tender shall not give rise to any tax liability. They cannot tax you on constitutional money. It's so unconstitutional. It is The illegal. purchase, sale, or exchange of any type or form of this shall not give rise to any tax liability. So get this. Now, in four states. And how many are on the books? 23. 23. 23. Ready to go. You want to pay somebody for a $200 job. And you pay them eight of these. They're and paying pay taxes on $8. $8, Bob. $8, Do you guys Bob. know good money pushes out bad money? So we if just we have do to this start in every doing state, it. they're the ones. If they want to say, if they want to take this silver dollar and they want to put $34 on it, that's, that's up fine. to them. But they haven't done that. So this is a dollar. So if I'm going to pay you a dollar, you're either lying to me or you're lying to me. Or you're lying to me. This is either a dollar or it's not. You know what I said to them? I said, how many of you know that uh, inflation is not a naturally occurring event? Not a single hand went up in the room. The law bills on the foundation set in 2021 when Arkansas repealed the sales tax on gold and silver. Repealing taxes on precious metal bullion takes a step towards treating gold and silver as money instead of commodities. Taxes on precious metal bullion erect barriers to using gold and silver as money by raising transaction costs. That's like a 5% 
or a 6% eBay exchange cost. Mm. You shouldn't have any taxes on exchanging this. As Sound Money Defense League Policy Director J.P. Cortez testified during a committee hearing on a small, similar bill in Wyoming in 2018, charging taxes on money itself is beyond the pale. In effect, states that collect taxes on purchases of precious metals are inherently saying gold and silver are not money at all. Imagine if you asked a grocery clerk to break a $5 bill and he charged you a 35 cent tax. Silly, right? After all, you were only exchanging one form of money for another. But that's essentially what taxing gold and silver bullion does. By eliminating this tax on the exchange of gold and silver, Arkansas would treat the specie as money instead of a commodity. Uh, we ought not to tax money. So the United States Constitution states in Article 1, Section 10, No state shall make anything but gold and silver coin tender in payment of debts. Currently, all debts and taxes in Kansas are either paid with Federal Reserve notes, dollars, which were authorized as legal tender by Congress, or with coins issued by the U.S. Treasury, very few of which gold, have gold and silver in them. The Federal Reserve destroys this constitutional money system by creating a monopoly based on its fiat currency. Without the backing of gold or silver, the central bank can easily create money out of thin air, which is interesting because the Constitution says no state shall make anything but gold and silver uh, coin as tender. But the Federal Reserve isn't a state. So that's how they get around it. But... It still doesn't give any provision because it's only within the hands of but Congress. But people want to know how. But this is, people want to know how they did it. This is how they did it. This is how they got around. It, they, it says no now, state shall make. We don't have a whole lot of time. Do we have other articles that we need to get We're to? We're going to finish this, this one. Yes, we you can. cannot get through this whole article. I am. Just okay. let me go. You got a whole great show prepared. I don't have anything else that's more important. All right. This Without is the, the backing important. of gold or silver, the central bank can easily create money out of thin air. This only devalues your purchasing power over time. It also allows the federal government to borrow and spend far beyond what would be possible in a sound money system. Without the Fed, the U.S. government wouldn't be able to maintain all of its unconstitutional wars and programs. This is there the essence is the of what of uh, Matt Gates is talking about, and what he he is what we've got to we've got to stop because I'm telling you, the border wall doesn't matter. Come on, nothing else matters because your dollar is in the toilet and it's swirling and it's swirling and it's swirling. And this breeze, BRICS nations are doing something and they are they are pulling up, they are pulling in gold and they are pulling in gold. And y'all think we're crazy? Uh, some of y'all do not because you have been calling ITM trading. Listen, ITM trading one eight six six nine five zero seven 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 six. We are going back to seventeen seventy six with our monetary system, and you're going to be a part of it. If you want to be a part of it. Go to SD Bouillon, get some silver if you're poor like me. Okay, I'm not poor, just a joke. But if you've got savings, if you've got a 401 oh. okay. I always say oh, and then you guys say it's one. No, you never say it right. And that's 401k. If you have a retirement account, if you've got investments that you know you need to make, land, water, full, food, shelter, barterability, give ITM trading a call. Please, please, please. It's a free please, strategy. Please. Now listen, listen. Somebody this has been we have been accused of this since we partnered with ITM Trading this year. They're like, the girls, don't let your articles sway the fact that now it just looks like you're pushing these articles and these stories to push ITM. We have been telling y'all to go to ITM trading for six years. We have been telling y'all the poop is, is going to hit the fan. Economic collapse is coming. Get out of the paper dollar. Get out of the paper dollar. Please get out of your 401ks. Please get out of your savings and your retirements. Get into something that is sol solid, that is tangible. This right now, right here today, gold should be valued at $10,000 inflation adjusted. 
Silver is supposed to be 10 or 15 to one. For easy math, we'll go 10 to one. That means that this thing right now that costs $25 spot price, $35 of the premium should be $1,000 or $750. It is not. Why? Because it is artificially repressed because of the people that want and to keep how hoarding we, it and stocking it you, up. This We can end the Fed ourselves. This Simply is, by going back to okay. God's money. Um, over time, as residents of, the, of a state use both Federal Reserve notes and silver and gold coins, the fact that the coins hold their value more than the Federal Reserve notes, your dollar is going down, but this retains its value, will lead to reverse Christian's law effect, where good money, gold and silver coins, will yes. drive out bad money, yes. Federal Reserve notes. As this happens, a cascade of events will begin to occur, including the flow of real wealth towards the state's treasury, an influx Just, of banking business from outside of the state as people in other states carry out their desire to bank with sound money and an eventual outcry against the use of Federal Reserve notes for any transactions. Right now, when we're talking about the BRICS nations, okay, as soon as this whole thing goes bottoms up, and it is up, it's bottoming up right now. The bottom is up. People are going to scramble for how to get out from underneath of the dollar. And it's going to be too late for you to get into this, I guarantee you. But anybody that's holding real money, God's money, is going to become the banker. I am not trying to sell you snake oil. I am trying to show you that for from the history of mankind, anytime a society went to fiat dollars, it collapsed economically. Okay. And they always go back to gold and silver. So what are you gonna do? You're gonna you're, you're gonna, gonna go to ITM trading. You're yeah. gonna go to one you're gonna call one eight six six Nine five zero seven 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 six. Or you're going to go to learn.itmtrading.com forward slash chicks. All of that is in the description of the video and on our website, resistancechicks.com. All right, moving on to what I find hilarious. Chicago mayor is suing Kia and Hyundai because their cars are too easy to break into. What? The failure to install basic auto theft prevention technology in these models is sheer negligence, and as a result, a citywide and nationwide crime spree around automobile theft has been unfolding. So all these young children and young men who are breaking into cars, it's not their fault, Michelle. You're kidding. It's the fact that these cars just break in themselves, and they're so easy. They literally have a sign on them saying, break into me for free. And, um, it's, and so he's literally going to sue Hyundai and uh, Kia, because their cars are too easy to break into. Wow. Kind of crazy, huh? All right. So, Speaker Trump. What yeah, do you that think? could be a thing. He's actually going to be meeting. Steve, Steve Scalise and Jim Jordan have put in their hat. And now Trump is going to go to the behind the closed door meeting. And he said, I'm, I, am, I am running for 2024, is what he says. But if you vote me in, I will do it, but temporarily. He said that? Yes. I you find know, this hilarious. I would say this. I don't think that it's going to go that way. Um, Trump has already endorsed Jim Jordan. Mm -hmm. um, and so I think that that's Will I think that that's be the way that a great thing? Go. I don't know. What we said before on our Bright End show, those seats are demonically held. We have to cast the devil out of those seats. It doesn't matter who sits in it. That's right. 200 Maryland public schools have less than a 5% of their students proficient in math. Wow. More than 200 schools, according to state data, 95% of students are not math profi prof proficient. Hmm. And they still want your government money. I just, I just can't with these people. All right, too late. Mayorkas finally admits acute and immediate need to build the border wall in Texas. In a stunning reversal, 
of everything that was said over the last seven years by the left. And just months after the Biden administration was caught selling portions of Trump's border wall, did you hear that? You know, they were They're Trump selling, had yeah, all these this deal. Yep. So they like for pennies on the dollar, they stole they, they they were selling the wall because metal has value. on a government surplus website. Uh, DHS Secretary uh, Mayorkas is citing an acute immediate need to waive dozens of federal laws in order to build a border wall in South Texas as the illegal immigration crisis grows out of control. The Secretary of Homeland Security has determined, pursuant to the law, that it is necessary to waive certain laws, regulations, and other legal requirements in order to ensure the expeditious construction of barriers and roads in the vicinity of the international land border of Stark County, Texas. In light of the surge of illegal immigration, Mayorkas found that there exists an acute and immediate need to construct, construct physical barriers and roads in the vicinity. You have the mayor of New York going down to try to tell Mexicans not to come. What good is that going to do? What good is that going to do? Don't come to my state, man. Elon Musk went down there this that'll work. last week with his, and he filmed the influx. And Elon Musk says, my, how, how things have changed. This isn't a border wall. It's a monument to white supremacy. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Remember Omar slams Biden and men for continuing the construction of Trump's xenophobic and racist wall? Now scroll down to this video. There is presently an acute and immediate need. All right. Is this too late? Here we go. This was this week. It looks like an invasion to me. This this one over here, let's see. Um, let's see if we've, we've got this one up. All right. These young boys in this neighborhood. And it's the Amniston Park Youth Football Program in Austin. They are being kicked out of their building. And they're clapping. They don't know what they're being cla- clapped for because they're going to use their gym to house migrants. So these kids are not going to have their after-school program. There was about 600 parents that were there protesting, and these people are there clapping because these kids are giving up their youth programs and their football programs and all the stuff that they do after school. Single moms use this youth program as a place, safe place for their kids while they're working after school, and now it's being used. That, 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 that small little gym is going to be used for migrants. I thought, I thought we didn't do this kind of stuff. Here. That is in Austin, Texas. I, I thought Austin had plenty of hotels. Uh, yeah. Why are you taking? These kids are obviously poor. They don't have much, and the one thing that they have, you're taking from them. That's what they do. That's exactly what they do. More Always. than 400 Austin residents flocked to Amdison's Park Gymnasium. There's, there's an article. To strongly oppose the city's decision to turn the park's field house into a migrant shelter. Re- representatives from the mayor's office said the city will revisit its decision to shelter 150 to 200 migrants at the Amniston uh, Park after a heated community meeting Tuesday night. More than 400 Austin residents flocked to this gymnasium. gymnasium. Seniors need their parks. What about kids? You work for us. I strongly objected to it. I object to it now. We cannot take resources from the black community. Uh, we have been for months telling our youth not to go downtown, not to gather, not to commit crimes downtown. Um, and now you're taking away their youth program. And we don't know who they are, wh- who are these people are coming in. Um, some people are saying this field is our future. 
Um, not a single resident who spoke at the meeting expressed their support for turning the park facilities into a shelter. Wow. I think they're right next door to that is another is okay here you go here at the border border patrol is actually cutting fences and uh helping people come in so this is a private property fence and border patrol is cutting the fence and helping people get in so that is what's happening at the border now if you click to the next one You'll see Vivek Ramaswamy getting in a little bit of heated discussion with some young people on Ukraine funding. It's hilarious to me. And you can see the movie. And the history is long, no doubt started. about it. But the region, yeah, but the fact of the matter is, the regions of the Donbass that are occupied no. now are not even represented in Ukraine's government for Do the last ten years. Do you think Ukraine should be free? Ukraine should be a sovereign nation, absolutely. So how, is the US, how is the but U.S. But I also going think. To how is the U.S. Negotiate, going to negotiate a path to peace that allows Ukraine to come out with its sovereignty intact? Well, what NATO, does that sovereignty look like to you? A hard commitment that NATO will not admit to Ukraine. What does that sovereignty look like to you? A hard commitment that what NATO. What does that sovereignty look like to you? Can you answer the question? question you Whenever you're, tell me when you're done, and then I'll answer the question. <laughs> yeah. Answer the question. NATO will not admit Ukraine to NATO, and should not admit Ukraine to Why NATO. Why not? Because we made a commitment in 1990, and I believe in standing by our commitments that NATO would not expand one inch, not one inch past East Germany. And the James Baker told Russia Gordon made a commitment that it would not expand its territory. What I want to say is I'm very glad that young people are engaged and passionate about these issues. So the, the fact of the matter is, I believe it would stand by our commitments, but the job of the U.S. President is to look after U.S. interests and have a reasonable path to peace. And I think the path that we're on right now is not going to be good for Ukraine. It's not going to be good for America. It is taking us closer to major conflict with Russia that is going to be bad for everybody involved. And the people pushing us to do it are an establishment in both parties of people who are making money off that war that is wrong and that will change on my watch. So, what do you think? so I just want to know when these kids are going to sign up to go fight for Ukraine. And how much money they want to give. Yeah, I mean, are they donating their own money? I know. You can go to the next one. Oh, we skip that, that one. one. We did that one. Nice. You can shut that one down. Okay, here here is this cute little 11-year-old rapper. Is this a commercial break? I guess so. Kobe James coming in hot. What are we talking about? What is the plot? If you are a Susie, you can't be a Scott. I know it's a doozy, can't be what you're not. Ain't getting to heaven with nail paint. It's gonna be hot where you're going, that's Hellgate. They gonna have fun with you, so gonna be jail bait. There's only two, you put more weight, it felt great. I'm homeschooled, I don't follow them. Like alien, hollow man. He coming back, he gon' swallow them. I follow God and I'll never acknowledge them. I look around, I see a circus. All of these Chinese are making me nervous. But I serve a big God and I got a purpose. All of these demons will burn in the furnace. Every day, new gender. I 
post the truth to the youth that you censor. Can't seem to get rid of me, do better. It's 2023, and still there is only two genders. Two genders. I quote the facts, you delete your two tender. Man, y'all gotta do better. I love the Bible, and it says there's only two genders. What else do we have? All right. Um, evidence in the J6 CCTV footage that Nancy Pelosi's head of security committed perjury. Videotape. You knew what you were looking for. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And in the story, you knew what time it even happened because the testimony was gunshots, yeah. uh, you know, gunfire. Right. And so that marked it at a certain time when they, they shot an innocent. So tell me about what you found what the story was in the, the the testimony, and then what you found on the tape. You know what? Well, the story in the testimony from here. special. Let's see if there's anything else, and then we'll say goodbye to Facebook, and we'll end our show. Okay, so Ann Kotler is going after Trump in this 20, one. And you say, and this reminds me that you want you want to feel safe, and boy, we don't feel safe now, especially Period. New York and LA. Oh God, Philly, oh, um, all these places, San Francisco. I mean, yeah, if you're a city person on. like I am, where where do you go anyway? Um, and that was the George Floyd, May 25th, 2020, changed the world. We suddenly, we have to release all the criminals, among other things. Mm -hmm. um, one place you would have been safe in 2020 was in Florida. Thank you, Ron DeSantis, passing law after law where you can shoot looters, anti-rioting laws. I mean, there were specific actions he took that made, that meant there were no riots and no police stations were burnt down and you did not have police being assaulted. What did the commander-in-chief do? What did Trump do? He sent out tweets in all caps, law and order, point one. Point two, you know what he said in the first debate with, with, with Joe Biden? And this is after a year of them burning, BLM and Antifa Churches. burning down police stations, ripping down statues. I mean, anarchy like I've never seen in this country before. When that police station went down in Minneapolis, I was watching TV crying. It was so horrible. They talk about January 6th. Let's talk about that. At the first debate, what did Donald Trump say to Joe Biden? You called them super predators. I'm releasing people from prison. How about the first step back? Thank you, Jared. He's releasing criminals. You want to feel safe? Donald Trump ain't your guy. Mm. That was Jared. This first step act released a lot of criminals, a lot of murderers and a lot of rapists that went on to murder and rape. And they did it with this whole Kim Kardashian mm -hmm. uh, on their side. And one thing we should all take note of, never take political advice from Kim Kardashian. That's really true. And that's all on Jared. So LA schools are failing students in reading and math, but their focus in elementary school is coming out week. How much more of a sign do you need to homeschool? Sending your kids to school and then being mad that this is taking place is just sending your kid to the... Crazy house. Crazy house. All right, so where day. are people going to be tomorrow or next Saturday? All right, let's pull this up. Um, okay, so guys, 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 guys. This guys, is a very guys, big guys, deal. Guys, 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 guys. Right? A big We don't normally invite people to our neighborhood on a global level. Okay, mm. now, if you're across the world, you can't get here by tomorrow anyway. Mm. But... Down the street from us, our neighbors 
mm-hmm. are having Lisa, Lisa Schwartz come in. Mm-hmm. This woman does healing. She does deliverance. She walks in the prophetic. She has a huge ministry. Mm-hmm. And they often hold events for her to come and give words for people to do deliverance. She normally healing. does house churches. Now, I will let you guys know, our weather took a turn for the cool for the cold. It's just chilly. It's not going to rain. And so wear your hoodies and your sweatpants or whatever you got to do to be warm. Bring your jackets. Bring your hat. Bring a chair. Bring a chair. Uh, we're going to have heaters. We'll have a fire pit. It's going to be outside because God's outside. And the Holy Ghost is going to keep you warm. What you, uh, what they normally do is they do a little bit of praise and worship. Let the Holy Spirit kind of move. And then she just kind of uh, just... There's a prayer line, and she'll pray for people, and she prophesies and does deliverance. And then depending on how many people there are uh, is how long she'll go and how long it, it, the, the, the night will go. And so you guys can come to our neighborhood. And she teaches you, too. Not to our house, to mm-hmm. our neighborhood. The address is 5463 yeah. Wolf Pen Pleasant Hill Road, Milford, Ohio, 45150. We have somebody that's coming from Michigan. Mm-hmm. I'm super excited about that. Um, so you guys, you can come. This is going to be awesome. It's Neighborhood Revival. And I don't think that this will be the last something like this that we do. I think that this is probably something that's going to continue. Now, then, the following week, you are going to join us for the Southwest Ohio Freedom Festival. This is going to be in Dayton, Ohio. Um, Alan Keyes is speaking. Yours truly. We are speaking. Coach Dave, Dr. John Diamond, several of our friends. As a matter of fact, most of the speakers are our friends. Um, they're coming cause we, we got them invited. So you, in order to find out more on the information there, you're going to have to go to, I'm going to put the, um, the information on our website, but let me make this just a little bit bigger so I can read it myself, um, here out loud for you guys. It's going to be at the Preble County Fairgrounds, 722 Franklin street, Eaton, Ohio, 45320. So you can show up on Saturday, 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. Lee and I will be speaking. We're the last speakers of the day before the bands come in. There's a ton of vendors, mm. like a ton of vendors. They have done a phenomenal job of vendors. They've got food. Um, and then on Sunday from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m., Candace mm. Keller's kicking it off with church. Did they, they They just put our names on. They didn't put resistance chicks on. They just put our names on there, but it's not a big deal. Okay. Okay. It's fine. Okay. Some people go by your name. Okay. It's all right. Not everybody has like a shtick. I know. Like we do. Res- chicks on the right. What about it? Do you, we can, I can, I can, I can, Chris, say. are you watching? Chris? Chris was here a minute ago. Chris, if you want to change it to resistance chicks, more people might come. Um, <laughs> might recognize. I don't might think. Recognize I don't think actually name. half their viewers know what our names are. It's Lee and Michelle Svensson. But if you want to put resistance chicks, more people might get it. Um, all right. So, um. Very, 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 very excited about this uh, event, and I want you guys to join us. So the Preble County Fairgrounds, Preble County Fairgrounds in Ohio, the 14th and 15th. You guys do not want to miss it. We are so, so very excited about this event and looking forward to it. We are actually going to be there, um, and we will have a table to sell the Founders Founders Bible. So if you guys want to come and get an in-person discount, um, come there and get your Founders Bible. Yeah. Speaking of the Founders Bible, though. We would love to be able to, we have 140 of them that we are selling because we brought them back from Bards Fest so that Brad Cummings, one of the authors, would not have to ship them back to California. So we said, you know what, we'll take them off your hands and we'll sell them at events that we go to and so on and so forth. If you live near us, you can get them. We'll get you the, a 20% discount. That's our discount. Um, but we would love to be able to just give them away. So if you guys want to donate to the Founders Bible 
giveaway so that when we do events like the revival next yeah. you know, tomorrow or whatever, we can take Bibles with us. Just donate to our PayPal or our Venmo or send a check and just put a note, Founders Bibles. And we will use that so that we can just give Bibles away, which I'm yeah. very excited about. Yeah, and if you about. guys want a case of them, which is eight, let me know. and um, We'll get you the case discount. Yeah. So, all right. I think that that covers all of that. So, Facebook. We started to play the Glenn Beck clip about January 6th. And we were like, you know what? We can't don't take forget you on. Don't forget Vicky Natali. We don't have to do her every okay. week. Okay. I mean, I love her. The, 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 I can do it right now. Let's, we'll do it right now. Although I'm more excited about the MyPillow that I haven't opened up yet. Oh, yeah. Um, so I have, a, I have the MyPillow 2.0 there. But um, so, Leah, when you're doing this, it's the OBE it ad. Organic Body Essentials. I'm always pulling up the Flawless Face Serum, and it makes it seem like it's a woman's thing. Her products are for men and women, by the way. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And the CBD tincture that literally helped, has helped me get through the worst Took away my back pain, pain overnight. Of my yeah. life. Uh -huh. But in order to get that, so there's two different websites for legal reasons because mm -hmm. one's CBD stuff. Mm -hmm. So the, the one that has the, um, the CBD oil... It's OBE, it stands for Organic Body Essentials, OBE.OrganicBodyEssentials.com. That'll get you to the tinctures. If you want all of the, um, and it has it for the dogs, you can get CBD oil for the dogs, which is phenomenal. Dogs, yeah. um, Good, if you have any arthritic dogs, please, but literally, please try that for your dogs. face scrubs, body washes, lotions, like you name it, she's got it on this website. And she prays over it all. She, it's, it's all, all anointed. Natural. And when I use it, like just the very, the very smell of everything that she oh has, gosh, it's like it's opening all up like heaven. heaven. And it like, lasts forever. Oh, it's just amazing. This is the extreme face day and night cream. And you just Again. need a tiny bit and it goes. And I'm not kidding you guys, ladies, men, gentlemen, you guys, you are already buying this kind of stuff, but she's praying over it. And it's like the yeah. highest quality, like super ingredients that you couldn't, you and I can't source anywhere. Samuel says good quality hemp CBD will help you sleep like a baby and wake up rested like never before. Oh, it's, so Patriot yeah. Gower has just put the address in the chat for the Preble County Fairgrounds for Thanks, next week's Mom. event. So I'm um, very, very excited about that. Um, Deborah says, please bring the Founders Bible tomorrow. Deborah, if you're coming to the revival, we will have Founders Bibles in our trunk. Um, we're selling Bibles off the trunk, Leah. Okay. Um, very, very excited about that. So, yes, we will have we will have Founders Bibles tomorrow. Um, last but not least, you can you reach that with the dog in your hand? Yes. Oh, come here, Mike. Mike. Mike, 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 Mike. I got we it. Were, I'm going to do a video on this, which is why I haven't opened it. Ha, ha. But I have... The MyPillow 2.0 that Mike keeps talking about in my hands, like literally in my hands. It says all new MyPillow 2.0 fabric with temperature regulating technology. It says the best pillow ever just got better. 60 day money back guarantee. Um, 10 years, 10 year warranty. 10 year warranty. Now this one, normally with the MyPillows, you um, put them in the dryer to get them fluffy. This one's this ready one to use. This one says ready to use. Do, do not, not put in the dryer. dryer. I think that might mess up the technology or whatever. But the fabric looks super, super awesome. So I'm looking forward to doing a video on this in all of my spare time. But in the meantime, I can tell you this. It's like quality. Like it's thick. It's, it's heavy. It's like, I don't know. It's like intense. I really want to open it up right now. I'm not doing it. Okay. It's for my video. I have to save Christmas. it for my video. So get, if you want to support going. Mike, Mike, Mike Lindell, getting the mics, the mics right, go to mypillow.com forward slash RC or resistance. Use promo code RC and you'll get all the deals there at MyPillow. And, you um, know, I just have to say, like legit, you guys, if you need sheets, if you need cotton towels. Christmas is coming up. No, like I'm just telling you guys something. Like really, I don't say these. Like I used to get the Kohl's big towels. Yeah. And like I'm just pulling out my, my towels. They're soft. Softer, 
They're more, they're just like the best. They're literally the, the best. The slippers are the, the best. The sheets are the best. The flip flops are the best. The pillows are literally they, the he's best. He's a quality guy. He is a quality guy. Love Mike Lindell. So support Mike Lindell. Get ready for your Christmas shopping and go to, to mypillow.com forward slash RC and resistance chicks and get all the stuff that's on sale right now, which I have no idea what it is. But um, all the sheets are amazing. We've tried all the different sheets. I love the them Giza all. Dream sheets, the Percal just... sheets, the flannel sheets. We've tried them all. They're worth more than they, than they cost. I'll tell they you are. that much. We, the people, Freedom Festival, Preble County Fairgrounds, Ohio, October 14th and 15th. Uh, Chris, since you are here and I did not send you our bio and what we're going to talk about yet, and I'm sorry about that. And Because uh, um, Chris is literally, he and his wife are putting this whole thing on, and they're doing a phenomenal job. We oh, my gosh. They there. have vendors. They have food, So many vendors. Gonna, uh, so many. If you want to change the schedule so it says resistance chicks, you might get more people. I'm just <laughs> saying. We, we, we literally have 200 people watching live right now on, on at least two platforms. Um so Alan says, I can't wait until he does toilet paper. That would be hilarious. I would buy it. I would buy, I would buy Mike Lindell toilet paper for sure. This could be a thing. I don't know about cost effectiveness of a shipping on the shipping. And yeah. All that, I don't know. know. Yeah. That, that would You'd have to be able to get it in stores. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. All right. So, uh, so there you go. There's all of that. Now, everybody that's watching on Facebook, all over 100 of y'all. Um, you're going to, you're going to grab If you want to see the, the last clip there with Glenn Beck, join us it at just, Rumble. Listen, you know, and I say this all the time, it's quilted. Yeah. Uh, Patriot Gallery says it's quilted. The toilet paper is going to be quilted? Yeah. Well, everything that Mike does is quilted. So of course the toilet paper would be quilted. I, I say this all the time. All of these other shows have a, uh, a paywall, like if you want to see the rest of this exclusive content, join our local club or join our mug club or join our whatever. All we're doing is asking you to click on the daggum link so we can speak freely off of the book face. It's literally, it's just one click. I literally Let's put it right there. Let's get ready to rumble. Okay, dun, so dun, 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 I want to see dun, all dun. the, I should see, literally hey. see twice oh, as many people oh, show up oh, on oh, Rumble oh. right now. I know what you need to make. You have to make a little thing that says, let's get ready to rumble. And then dun, 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 oh, dun. So every time we got to go there, you have to play it. Okay? So we were cheerleaders. So you play that song and I'm like, I'm ready to go. So we, like, that's the thing. You have to, Every time we switch from Facebook to Rumble... That's what you have to put play. And you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna I'm gonna have with my get my roadcaster. It'll just be a button that I press, like just pretend, just pretend, pretend it's real. Now go click on the rumble. Rumble. Okay, ready? Here we go. So that was our goodbye to Facebook. We can't get shows like this anywhere else. I guarantee stinking tea it. Okay, Stephanie says, I love the sheets. Grateful Malone says, I love the OBE products. Thank you, Grateful Malone. I am grateful for you. Oh, my goodness. Can you all send a little love to Floor Man? He lost his wife this week. Yeah, Floor Man. Is he here right now? Yeah, he is. Floor Man, we love you, man. We he was, you. She was a very long battle with cancer, and yeah. she's in heaven now. Dawn. 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 Yeah, we're praying for you, man. Yeah. I know, I know. And I got a friend request from you, so it's mm -hmm. good to put a face to the name. Thank so. you, Nana Yapa. Yeah, she says, hey, guys, I just switched over. Uh, Lily uh, B. Mom says, I wish I lived closer. I can't ever go to anything. I'm all the way at the bottom of Alabama. Well, I'm <laughs> sorry you live in Alabama. I'm sure there's some stuff in Florida. We'll get Florida something area. your way, okay? We will do it, I promise. We'll get something down there. Um, I know Clay Clark's headed down there for the reawaken tour pretty soon. Is he? Yeah. All right. I think there's one coming up like next weekend or something. All right, let's finish Glenn Boy over here. Glennie. Where where'd we go? 
I've got a oh, stupid LGBT thing. There we go. Here's one. one. There we go. All right, we're going to finish this clip. You guys have to just remember what he said because I'm not rewinding it. Well, he's talking about uh, the um, the security guy. And he's, um, where am I? Where am I here? Come here, Glenn. My brother, Glenn, here. My boy. My boy, Glenn. Glenn Meister. I don't know where he went. You have to just play it. I think I closed it. Agent. Now, this is Capitol Police Special Agent David Lazarus. Is that when he heard the gunshots at 243, 244, um, broadcasted over the radio that shots had been fired, that he was down in the tunnels escorting senators towards the uh, Rayburn building to the other Senate uh, office buildings. And that's quite a, quite a long distance away from the House chamber yeah. where allegedly these shots were fired. Mm-hmm. He said at that moment at 244, he began turning around and heading back. Well, when we because we knew what to look for, we immediately went there and we started working our way backwards and we found him in the tunnels mm. at that time. The problem with it is that when he emerged from the Senate building tunnels in the subway system below the Capitol, and by the way, Glenn, these are videos that were never released to the defense attorneys this is, in this trial. This, if, if we were living in normal times, the people that had been convicted with... Any of the testimony revolving around these guys, yeah. they would be released. Any other time in American history, they would be released because this is perjury. And somebody set this up. Somebody. And we're working on that trail mm-hmm. as well. Good. But going back to Lazarus, so he emerges and comes back into camera frame on the Capitol TVs with absolute proof of the exact time down to the second of when he emerged back into camera. He even passes under an analog clock in the subway at exactly this moment, and it's at 2.48 p.m. when he finally reaches the other side of the tunnels from the Senate office buildings. And when that happens, the Oath Keeper Officer Dunn encounter is almost already over by then. He's nowhere near it, and he still has a long way to go. And then we were able to triangulate because you know he, he'll go out of camera frame for a while, then he'll enter camera frame again from another camera, right? And then he's down another hall, and then he enters another hallway, and then he shows up on the Senate side. And then by the time he reaches the bottom of the stairs that lead up to uh, the rotunda, and it's in a little area that variously called the mini rotunda or the speaker's lobby. Mm-hmm. When he reaches the bottom of those stairs, it's now 2.56.45 p.m., and the Oath Keepers are long gone. Okay, so now let me let me give you the exact verbiage from the testimony in the court case. Lazarus, the guy you've just been talking about, explained that one rioter asked, who are you, who are you? Then, according to the trial transcript, he testified... And, you know, one attempted to, uh, I mean, I had my lanyard on with my ID on it. And one, uh, they were videotaping and one attempted to pull at my ID. And I was kind of like grabbed it back and, and looked to make sure it was still there. And then I saw an opening. So, so there was just kind of like I walked fast to get into the office and check on the staff again. He then detailed description of what took place, what Lazarus described as a very antagonistic in three or four times that he passed by these Oath Keepers. Every time I interacted or came by, yes, it was very antagonistic. He said this under oath. Um, 
when he was then shown in court uh, a a video clip of four oath keepers standing in front of Dunn, Lazarus was asked, are these the individuals you observed? Yes, yes. At any point in these three or four interactions in this space, did you observe any sort of anything but antagonistic conversation? No, that's correct. Here's the problem. They were already out of the building. At the time we know him now on camera, we have the videotape. Mm-hmm. The, the Oath Keepers have been gone for almost 10 minutes. It was, it was not quite 10 minutes. It was, but when, you, when you're in the Capitol um, video room viewing this, we can, yeah. we can put multiple cameras up on the screen at the same time. And then we hit one button and it syncs all of those cameras oh my to gosh. the exact timeline. So we're able to watch Lazarus moving through the building in one quadrant of the screen. And then we can watch when the Oath Keepers leave. So as the Oath Keepers leave and they're walking back out through the rotunda about to exit through the Columbus doors on the east side, it wasn't until that moment that finally Lazarus reaches that area where in great detail in the trial, and we have the trial transcripts, obviously, in great detail, he describes what he saw and it just did not happen. And these guys are going to jail for 15, 20 years based on fraudulent false testimony when he should go to jail. You know what the Bible says? It doesn't say thou shalt not lie. What does it say? Thou shalt bear, thou shalt not bear false witness. Nancy Pelosi, that was um, Nancy Pelosi's head of security, committed perjury in his testimony against the Oath Keepers. He, they, this was a whole big setup and you know it. They had testimony. They found every which way to to mess over anybody who supported Donald Trump. It was yeah. an entrapment because Donald Trump won that election. And what's very interesting is that every single person, every single congressman that had all their state's information that they were going to present, they didn't want, the, the, the left knew that they couldn't be presented because if they did, the whole world would see. And so ever since January 6th, number one thing about January 6th and the whole show trial is do not present the information. And so for um, Mike, Mike Lindell, what I would say to Mike Lindell, um, with your um, stop on the computers for a moment and just keep presenting that evidence over and over again. And I know that they kind of did, but I'm telling you guys, something is just not right. And I will say this. Um, Attorney General Merrick Garland is the public face of the government's unprecedented effort to identify, arrest, and prosecute those connected with January 6th. But the person handling the day-to-day management of one of the largest and most politically freighted efforts in the history of American law enforcement has largely flown under the radar. Matthew Graves, the U.S. attorney for the District of Columbia. An employee of Biden, Graves' office has prosecuted at least 1,100 January 6th defendants, including 200 people so far this year. Republicans claim that the Justice Department's steady spate pace of January 6th arrest and Graves prosecutions aimed to keep one of Biden's animating narratives in the news that, as the president put it, Donald Trump and the MAGA Republicans represent an extremism that threatens the very foundations of the republic. The political nature of the January 6th prosecutions is illustrated by the long partisan history of Graves and his wife, Fatima Goss Graves. According to documents on file with the U.S. Senate, Matthew Graves, a registered Democrat, served as a domestic policy advisor to the Biden campaign of 2020. 
According to the questionnaire submitted for his Senate confirmation, he assisted with vice presidential vetting for Kerry campaign 2004, resulting in the nomination of Jonathan Edwards well before an extramarital affair got wide attention to help end Edwards' 2008 presidential campaign. Eleanor Holmes Norton, Washington's Democratic, de Democratic delegate for the House of Representatives, recommended Graves for his influential post. Recently, Graves declined to pursue charges against Hunter Biden for tax offenses. And his wife is an influential progressive activist who has frequently visited the White House as her husband has pursued the president's political opponents. One week after he was sworn into office, Graves indicted Trump confidant Steve Bannon on two contempt of Congress charges, acting on a referral from the then House Speaker Nancy Pelosi's January 6th committee. Graves filed a separate indictment on the same charges against Trump White House advisor Peter Navarro in 2022. Both men were quickly convicted by D.C. juries. Bannon's conviction is on appeal with oral arguments scheduled for October. Navarro's lawyers recently filed a motion seeking a new trial. Much of Gray's works now involves prosecuting the steady stream of people the FBI has arrested in connection to January 6th. On August 30th, Nathan, Nathan Hughes was taken into custody at a Fayetteville, Arkansas mall by at least seven FBI agents brandishing automatic rifles. The same morning, at least 10 vehicles apparently driven um, by FBI agents, and you can bring this up, I have articles up to the left, um, driven by FBI agents and local law enforcement raided Hughes' Bentonville home. They ordered my girlfriend Taylor out of the house with her hands up and had rifles pointed at her, Hughes wrote. They put her in handcuffs, unplugged our home security cameras, and turned our house upside down searching it. Hughes was later indicted for assaulting or interfering with police, civil disorder, and three misdemeanors for his involvement in January 6th. Four other men were named as Hughes' co-defendants charged for crimes they allegedly committed near 33 months ago. His case, like every January 6th case, is now transferred to Washington, D.C. Graves appears to be making good on his pledge to double the number of January 6th defendants, a growing case caseload that monopolizes Department of Justice resources and clogs the D.C. federal court. They're, obviously, they're not going after pedophiles. Let me play this. Um, yeah, you can just kind of play Beware it in the background. Close to me, sir, please. Let me just kind of turn the volume up just a little bit. Do so this wrong. is the arrest of this guy at a mall. In September, for example, Graves announced the arrest of 17 more individuals related to January 6th, including Ray Epps. They arrest people in Broncos now? It doesn't matter. I'm not doing anything. Separately, House Republicans have asked Graves to explain why he, according to IRS whistleblowers, declined to charge Hunter Biden for failing to report, you can stop it now, income in 2004 and 2015 during his time on the board of Ukrainian energy company Burisma. In a statement to Real Clear Investigations, Tristan Levant, uh, Jan Jason Foster, and Mike Little, the legal team representing IRS whistleblower Gary Shapley, said that as an appointee to President Biden, U.S. Attorney Matthew Graves had no business making charging decisions regarding the president's son, nor should he have been even been a consultant about the strengths or weaknesses of the case. The IRS whistleblower's testimony to Congress suggests he became involved contemporary co contemporaneous with the White House um, reiterating that the president believed his son had done nothing wrong, representing a clear conflict of interest for Mr. Graves, that he overruled his own career first assistant as the IRS whistleblowers testified they had been informed is even worse. Concerns about Graves' impartiality are intensified because of his wife's involvement in partisan issues and her close closeness to the Biden White House. As president and CEO of the National Women's Law Center, whose primary focus is reforming the Supreme Court, demanding unrestricted access to abortion and promoting LGBTQ rights, Fatima Goss Graves plays a crucial role in advancing priorities of Democrats in the Biden administration. According to government records, Goss Graves has visited the Biden White House at least 28 times since her husband was confirmed. 
28 times since 2020. She lives there. Wow. She might have, she probably has a cot. Some appointments and even in events have involved the president, first lady, Jill Biden, vice president, Kamala Harris, democratic lawmakers, and top cabinet officials. Logs also in- indicate Matthew Graves joined his wife for a 4th of July barbecue at the White House. Wow. Earlier this month, Gloss Graves took part in a White House roundtable organized by top Biden advisors to discuss economic issues for black women. White House officials and participants discussed strategies to further close um, wage gaps. Okay. So the Graveses seem particularly close to Vice President Kamala Harris. Graves and Harris's husband, Douglas Emhoff, were both partners at DLA Piper Law Firm in Washington before Graves took his new assignment. Goss Graves has attended several meetings with Harris and her staff over the past few years. Her social media accounts feature numerous photos with the vice president. Mina Harris, the vice president's niece, is a NWLCA board member, the National Women's Law Center. So you can see how this incestual relationship goes. And then we have um, the same year grant money from deep pockets tied to the Democratic Party started to flow in to this NWLC's largest um, the thing. So the, they received a million dollars from a new venture fund, 200,000 from these other funds. So they're in, in effect being paid to prosecute us. Yep. Yes, exactly. Big money. So how do we fix it, Leah, in prophetic news? Let's do it. God, we come before you right now. We bind and gag Satan and this lies and these works of darkness, and we pray that you open up the windows of justice and judgment in our nation. We pray for repentance for this nation because as we go before you right now, we must cleanse our hearts of all of our sins because the only way that you can come in and protect us and lead us and guide us is if we are are free from our sins. Father God, we repent from using your unconstitutional fiat dollars, and we ask you, Father God, to return us to this gold and silver that our, our founding father said, hey, let's do things God's way. The silver is gold, mine, the gold is mine. Father God, remove Move us from the, the, the bounds and the bondage of technology, even though we're using the system. May we bring it down like Samson as we're in it. May we bring it down. And Father God, we claim that speaker seat for yes, you in, in Jesus' name. Jesus. We bind and gag Satan. You have no power and authority in Washington, D.C. Father God, we just ask for an exorcism of all these demonic hordes wow. in Washington, yes, D.C. Yes, and yes. the sin that is over our nation. Bring the justice and bring the judgment so people will be forced to repent from their sexual sins because these sexual sins are causing all of this to happen. So Father God, we need your judgment so that people will cry out for your mercy we need your judgment so people will cry out for your mercy and when people cry out for your mercy then you will give them mercy for their sins and for the sins of their nation in jesus name wow amen Woo. there's like your prophetic it. word for the day there's your prophetic word for the day okay so where are you going to be guys tomorrow tomorrow you are going to be at our neighborhood revival if you can get there if you live anywhere within driving distance like i said we have somebody coming from michigan no excuses here she's bringing her daughter 5463 Wolf Pen Pleasant Hill Road, Milford, Ohio, 45150. I'm going to make sure that by the end of tonight, the flyer and the event details are in our events page on resistancechicks.com. Unfortunately, they're not. That's one of the places I've been lagging um, and lacking in, in, in updating. So we have a, a few events coming up. We're going to be speaking at Empower You um, in like two weeks. And I'll make sure that that's up there as well. So make sure you're visiting resistancechicks.com. And go to the, I think it's the events. Let's pull it up right here so we can see it together. I should know my own <laughs> website, but I don't um, right off the bat. So let's see. Useful links. No. Shows. No. All right. We don't have an events thing? We do, actually. I don't know. Schedule. Okay, we're going to change that. I'm going to make that more visible. 
So let me show you how to get there for now until I can fix it. Mm -hmm. Sorry, guys. Um, it needs to be up there. Because schedule could mean anything. Yeah, shows. No. Latest news. No. Useful links. Schedule right here. We should just make schedule one of your things. Oh, this is this is the last time I updated this. This is really Oh, sad. you kidding? Yeah, it's been that long. Michelle. No, that can't be the right thing. That's just the schedule for... That shouldn't even be there. That's not the right one. Did you put our other stuff up there? I did, but some stuff has gotten moved around. Okay. Um, because I've had help. Special events? Probably. Scroll down, scroll down, scroll there down. There it is. Special events. All right, I need to There get you go. Yay! You you can find no, your own that's website. A category, though. No, that's not it. That oh, I'm so sorry. Either. That's not it. That was a while ago. So let me tell you what I'm going to do. <laughs> this is really embarrassing. Um, I am not the only one that works on, has worked on this website. So, um, I think some, something just got missed. Mm -hmm. I'm going to make it. So, so see where it says my account right next to that. It's going to have events mm -hmm. and, and that will be done tonight so that you guys can, I haven't taken the Bard's Fest thing off yet because I haven't done anything with the website since I got home. Um, but I will make sure that there's an events thing there and all of everything that we're going to be up doing up and coming is going to be on there. So I apologize that I've been lagging on that, but, um, I do everything. Patriot if you guys have stuff, a web guy who'd like to work on our webpage, you can send him our way. Or yeah. gal. Yeah. Um, it's I may actually end up recruiting Sam to help me with some of this this more mundane stuff. Yes. Um, so I remember it's not just a conspiracy theory, if it's actually the truth. We love you. God loves you. God bless. And we will see you on Sunday for our world news program at 1.30 p.m. And a lot of you, I think we're going to see at the revival tomorrow night, which I'm really excited about. So um, we'll see you next time. Guys. We are so glad that you're here. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for sharing in all, all of everything that we do. We're a family, Resistance Nation. We are so glad that you're a part of it. And uh, you're not just a name. You're not just a screen name. You're not just a number. You're not just a view. You're not just a comment. You're a real person. And yeah. we pray for you guys regularly and daily. And you we mean do. the world to us. So we'll see you on Sunday. World News Show. Be there or be square. Okay. Have a blessed weekend, guys. Okay. Let's go all along. No place for me.